Ladies and gentlemen, when I left you, I was but the learner. Now I am the master. For this is a Fred the Alien Productions podcast. Yee! Oh my gosh! Ah! Flashbacks! 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 <laughs> Hello there. Take <Kid> music. <laughs> <laughs> Are you telling me you built a time machine? What about DeLorean? The way I see it, if you're going to build a time machine into a car, why not do it with some style? Who is this? What's your operating number? Boring conversation anyway. Loud noises! Hello. Hi. Is Godzilla. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Kendall Richardson. I'm a Fulia Cantarmaje. And I come from outer space. Cosmic. Yeah. 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 Fun. Fun. I'm Michael Lister. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And you are now experiencing a podcast called Fred. Yes, experiencing it. Through the mediums of everything that we have and hold dear. Yep. Social media and all. Yes. Cross multi cross platform platforms. Yep. That's a word. Platforms. Platforms. (laughs) Lots of platforms, yes. At least nine and three quarters. Uh, At least nine uh, and three quarters. Budum tush. Yes. Ah, yes, thank you for being here, everyone, for another week. Uh, for listening, for yeah. watching, for participating on some level. Oh, yeah. We very much appreciate. Yes, we do. Um, let's get straight into it because we've got a big show for you guys this week, as is per usual. Mm-hmm. Fulia, my yeah. dear, what have you been watching? Uh, so uh, I've been continuing my watch on, uh, on Food Wars Season 3. Amazing. Um, in the Discord, so we're still going through that. Which food is uh, winning? <laughs> No, it's not the anime. <laughs> it's a it, food wars is essentially about an elite culinary school, um, where students have to try and pass to get to like gourmet level. Right, like they have like it's it's essentially they need to. It's such a hard school to pass that are, that their their pass rate is like so so low. <laughs> and, and one of my one of my discord friends is like what kind of school is this they're wasting their money if they can't get students to pass that much then they're wasting their money right logical yeah. brain would think yes this is true you would think that but it's anime so it doesn't really matter <laughs> well how hard is it to boil an egg well no it's not <laughs> it's further than that oh Cooking like toast. Higher higher class master chef mm. sort of thing. Ooh. Ramen. <laughs> the best ramen you could imagine. Oh yeah. Um and um keeping with the anime theme, I uh, also watched a an anime this week um that is new this year. It's come out this oh. year. Um and it's called Aharen San Wa Hakarenai. Which translation is Aharen-san is indecipherable, and it is a <laughs> cute 
silly and fun comedy anime. Nice. Oh, oh, well, they've they've dubbed it a rom-com. Right. Um, but it's uh it's essentially about um a student uh who is like so soft-spoken that you can barely understand what she's saying. Ah, uh, hence the indecipherable part of the yes. title. Got you. Yes. She and the very very monotone mm-hmm. with the t- with her voice. But there's a student next to her who is uh, trying to be better, like bettering himself and trying to be a little bit more popular um, and thought, I'm going to try and make friends in class this time. Okay. So he's like, I'm going to start with the person that's sitting next to me in class. Um, and at first, she, he, he thinks that she's blowing him off, like giving him the cold shoulder. But... It's only because she is, like, so soft-spoken you can't hear her at all. Oh, wow. (laughs) Even quieter than that. Essentially, like, nothing. You hear nothing. Isn't there, like, a character in some American animation that's like that? I feel like there is. Yes. Police Academy. Oh no. yeah, kind of like yeah, yeah. I was thinking of someone else, but yeah, police. Yeah, yeah, police academy is yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hooks. That character there. <laughs> yes. yes, I must be a police officer. <laughs> She's so amazing. Yes, and don't so move, <laughs> and so uh, her name's Aharen. So Aharen's son. Um, she's so small. She's like a little doll. Like compared to compared to. Um, Rido, which is the guy's name, mm-hmm. he's tall, like Michael tall. <laughs> and she is like tiny, but they're in the same class. Like it doesn't make sense. Like as in year level, they're in mm-hmm. the same year level. It makes no sense to me. Yeah. But she's so cute. Oh, mm-hmm. she's so adorable. Um, and it's then they try to find yeah. ways to communicate. They try to find ways to um to to uh to study together and just be friends and all that sort of stuff so it's it's a cute little adventure the first 10 episodes are currently up on crunchyroll um and it's still ongoing at the moment it's it's only the first season cool um and i'm loving it it's so good (laughs) and then the last thing i'll mention is uh i finished watching high score on netflix yes and you got a little glimpse of that, I Kendall. I did. <laughs> I did. It was yes. cool. Yeah, yeah. So managed to finish that off. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I am just amazed that these people that came up with all these different games back in the day. It's kind of mind-blowing. Really is. Yeah. It really is. And I, I, the episode that I remember, it came up um, when I finished it off, Doom. Doom. My, fir- my first... First person shooter game I played back in the day. <laughs> it's just I just remembered the the gun in front and yeah. then just sort of like going around um and shooting things and people. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh man, those were the days. <laughs> that they were. Oh wow. I never played first person shooters since then. <laughs> I wonder why. Oh, yeah. So it's only and demons it's, from hell. 
a year trip. <laughs> <laughs> Only. Only, yeah. yeah. And it's also like um, a reminder of um, the fact that a lot of people, if they can, if you can make the game, other people can hack it and mod it. Yeah. <laughs> and true. make and make a different version of that game, which is so crazy. That is very cool. Yeah. <laughs> Teletubbies was my favorite. <laughs> Teletubbies. Yeah. <laughs> you mow Shoot. down some Teletubbies yeah. <laughs> with the BFG. Um, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that's that's what I've been watching this week. Grace. Yeah. Thank you very much for sharing, <laughs> Michael. Hello. Uh, what have you been watching? Not much. Uh, my show has started their rehearsals, so uh, been Yay. getting into that that territory of being creative instead of sitting down and watching stuff. But I will say uh, my little girl is really into Ghostbusters at the moment. Yeah. Ooh. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. We, she she watched it from a very young age and not really getting it. Uh, but um, she got hands on the uh, Switch and I've actually got the Ghostbusters game on the Switch. So she's been <laughs> playing that. And uh, I showed her the uh, cartoon for the first time, and she was really interested in that. Nice. Yeah, because uh, on the um, uh, Ghostbusters YouTube channel, they actually rele- released a couple of their cartoons of the real Ghostbusters and also extreme Ghostbusters, which um, uh, haven't quite got to that bit yet, but mm-hmm. still. And also showed her a little bit of the 2016 Ghostbusters as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she... No. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, daughter of my own heart. Daddy's daddy's little girl. Yeah. (laughs) Still. Uh, She just went back to playing Nintendo. (laughs) (laughs) It's either a choice of playing the Nintendo or uh, reading a book. She always goes for the Nintendo. Unless, unless I hide the Switch. And then she's like, where's the Switch? It's like, ah, oh, needs batteries. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I've been watching Ghostbusters. Um, and I suppose that's it, really, uh, besides watching the stuff that I, be, I have been seeing uh, for this particular podcast that I'm on. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, all caught up with the boys so far. I was about to... Uh make a not-so-subtle cough that sounded remarkably similar to the phrase, the boys, just to see if you would maybe pick up on it. Yeah, yeah. I've been watching the boys, but... Good. I don't know, last time we were talking, you you weren't up to date, so... I'm up to date now. Including the one that came out? including Friday. Yes, I'm up to date. Sweet. So I'll pass it over to you, Kendall. (laughs) (laughs) i was gonna let you talk about it um well i don't really you know have too much to say about it other than i'm enjoying it a lot yes um yeah like episode four was amazing um yeah really really good and episode five was also very 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 good um things are getting out of fucking control quite quite rapidly in Um, more ways than one in more ways than one, but it's 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 just an absolutely fantastic show. At least they're not rushing it. And Russia, you get a Russia. 
I, I, I see what you did there. Thank you. Yeah. I, don't, um, I didn't. I know you don't watch it. Even I don't like watch it. it. <laughs> but I will. Let, I will tell you this: they finally brought Jensen in in like the uh, in not a flashback. Okay. So he's in the show now, proper mm-hmm. main timeline. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, and he's uh, you know got some got some new powers. Mm-hmm. Soldier Boy does that are pretty lethal. Um, but he looks mighty fine in that outfit, so I'm not complaining. Yeah. It's a shame that he mm-hmm. cut, cut down the beard. I was hoping for scrag- scraggly beard uh, superhero. Yeah, he went, he went for a visit and and got got his suit back and you know, some, somewhere down the line stopped at a barber and somehow paid for that. <laughs> but, yeah. Surely he do, does it like, um, like uh, Superman. He's a, he, he has the laser eyes for his beard. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah. surely he would use his power of um, uh, atomic bomb and he shaves when he, when he explodes. He just, fo- he just focuses it on where the hair comes out and removes it that way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yes, apart from the boys, um, I've been watching a bunch of stuff. Um, I will mention I went to the movies twice. In the last two weeks, uh, or last week, I should say, it's just two times, um, I finally saw Top Gun Maverick. Cool. Um, so jelly. Wow. Go see it. Just go. I please. know. I know. It's like actually as good as everyone says, and it has no fucking right to be that good. <laughs> 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 Absolutely none. No right whatsoever. How dare the writers? How dare they? Uh, no, I, I've been comparing it to Cobra Kai. Like, in terms Ooh. of the quality of, like, putting out a sequel to something from, like, over 30, nearly 40 years ago. Decades later. That, it is that kind of quality of a, of, of a delayed sequel. Like, it's the movie version of Cobra Kai. It's fantastic. Okay. Um, yeah, it pays such a, a beautiful tribute and homage to the first film in all the right ways. Sometimes it feels a little, some like, because they do some beats that are, like, the same from the first one. They kind of hit the same beats a little bit, and sometimes that can feel a little too much. But it doesn't really take away from the overall film and experience and the fact that they actually put the fucking actors up in these jets. Um, like, they're not flying, in the, obviously, themselves. But, I heard that. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, can't hear the rain. <laughs> There's got some other 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 thunder going on here. Rumblies. Thor? <laughs> Where's Thor? Um anyway. Who's yes. Thor? So who's Thor? So it was cool. It was just really, really impressive. And the movie is going to age spectacularly well. So do yourself a bloody favour and go see Top Gun Maverick in cinemas if you can. If not, on the biggest screen possible when it comes out digitally. Uh, or on streaming or mm-hmm. on DVD. Um, I also today, very fresh, just went and watched um, <laughs> Jurassic World Dominion. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. But you also had a little lovely little I, experience. I had, I, had a, I had an experience, and the X stands for 4DX. Ooh. I took the plunge. Okay. And went and watched a movie in 4DX for the first time. So... And you decided it was Jurassic World. 
And we decided Jurassic World would be the way to go because it's like it's not a Marvel film. Like we don't want to see a Marvel film for the first time with all that going yep, yep. on and okay. something that's a bit more leave your brain at the door like Jurassic World Dominion is supposed to be because it's got like 30-something percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, not much to it. But um, it took me it took me like a good 15, 20 minutes of trying to get used to it. Although I have to shout this out because it's just fucking funny. They started playing Lightyear <laughs> instead of Jurassic World. Oh, no. And literally the entire cinema was like, um... Are we in the wrong cinema? Yeah, I literally... Well, you know what? I noticed before everyone else, because I'm that much of a movie nerd that the uh, Disney logo started. And I'm like, Jurassic World is uh, produced by Universal. What's going on here? And I checked my tickets. I'm like, no, we're in the right cinema. Like, they only have 140X cinema here. What the fuck? And then... <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. So, and then it, we lost... So we lost, like, 15 minutes of time. I saw... I So I've seen the opening of Lightyear. No! Like the first... Like the first 10 minutes. So <laughs> that was sick. In 40X, it moves a lot. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's fun. Um, but finally, the, the lovely people there at the movies got their shit together and put the right movie on. <laughs> Um, so thank God it worked out in the end, but, um, but yeah, but it, uh, the 40X experience was very interesting. It did take me a while to get used to the, the shaking and the moving. Mm -hmm. I loved the effect of the wind and the water. That was the coolest thing for me. Although very funny considering my hair is parted this way, the fans were blowing this way. (laughs) (laughs) So my hair was blowing across my face. Oh no. For like the first fucking I don't know like <laughs> oh pretty much all of the movie but I was constantly doing this like just trying to fix it <laughs> fix, my um, fix my hair while I was watching the movie get your hair but, out of your face out my face so next time I go if I go again I'll be tying my hair up yeah the um, <laughs> smart uh, but yeah and for someone like myself who doesn't really enjoy roller coasters or mm. thrill rides because I get motion sickness and I also don't like being dropped from heights mm-hmm. or anything. Not, there's nothing like that in this really because you're you're very much fixed to the floor and there's not really much distance between you and the floor to be dropped to. But they do simulate it a little bit. Okay. Um, but I put I was okay. So once I got used to the shaking and stuff, it was all right. But some of the shaking got real violent. Like Ooh. I was like, you have, you have to fucking hang on. Um, thank God I only had a small popcorn because I just ate that. Because they put up a disclaimer of like, this is how you do 40x. This is what not to do. You know, like don't eat your food or dr- or drink anything while the shaking's happening. <laughs> um, you know, be careful where you put things down. I okay. smell a challenge. That kind of yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I was like, yeah, shaking and it, you know, my back went up against the seat a few times, and you know, you're up and down, you're side to side, you're all over the place, and. Um, yeah, and then um, my I banged my elbows on the armrest a couple of times. So I didn't hold on properly, so that's on me. Um, safety so, warning. Safety warning. <laughs> I did it, so you don't have to. Um, <laughs> but I, but no, I, I, I think I might do it again. I'm not gonna go out of my way to do it again though, because I was, it's, I was like, this is not my way to experience film. Yeah. Um, the cool part was though, it's also in three. It's also three D. So nice. They gave me clip-on 
3D glasses that go. They accommodate my... for the people. They accommodate. With glasses they accommodate now. for four eyes. <gasps> it's so wonderful. I know. So there's no sitting of the lenses, like the glasses, over the top. You, they just clip on. Uh, what's this? <laughs> what's this woke culture? What is this woke to? bullshit? Yes. Uh, so that was fun. Um, as for the movie itself. I might need to watch it again without the 40 years. <laughs> yeah. um, a little bit. But that being said, it wasn't, it honestly wasn't great. Like I, I enjoyed it for what it was, mm. but the story sucked. It yeah. sucked. It sucked. The only times I really liked the movie is when the, the OG characters were on screen. So, you know, Alan Grant, Ellie Sattler, and Ian Malcolm, they actually got shit to do in this movie, which I was... So they ticked that box, and that was the box... That was the only bar this movie had to clear for me, and it cleared it, so I was happy with that. But the rest of the story sucked. Even... And I know not everyone likes Chris Pratt anymore, but even he phoned it in, and I was like, dude, you are a legitimately good actor. I have seen you. You have made me cry, man. What are you doing? Mm. I was very, yeah. Like, the two standouts for me were Bryce Dallas Howard. She always brings it. Laura Dern was awesome. Um, and um, <laughs> and bloody, um, yeah, Jeff Goldblum, of course, was, was great. Like That's the, a shame. It's just the dialogue fucking sucked. The story was shit. Dialogue sucked. And then some of the actors phoned it in. Yeah. Real hardcore. But some of the dinosaur scenes were, were good and fun, and but it didn't hit all of the nostalgic beats that I wanted it to. Mm. It hit a couple, but not all of them. So. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, if you're a fan of the franchise, definitely go see it. Be a completionist and watch it and all that. But <laughs> Complete but the trilogy. Complete the, yeah. <laughs> or the, how do you say trilogy, a trilogy of six films? Hexology. Hexology, maybe, yeah, I guess. Something like that. Um... Yeah, so I was disappointed with the film, but I was expecting to be disappointed because I'd seen the reviews. So Okay, so but you went in with a low bar. I went with a low bar, and it did, like I said, it did the one thing I wanted it to, and if it didn't do that, um, then I would have been mad. And there was one other thing I thought it was going to do, and I'm not going to spoil what that thing is because it's a big spoiler, but mm-hmm. um, they didn't do the thing that I was afraid they were going to do. There was another thing I was afraid they were going to do, and they didn't do that thing, and I'm very pleased. I'm being very vague right now. Yeah, even I'm, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I'll talk. To, I'll tell you off air, Mike. <laughs> okay. But yes. But anyway. So yeah. But, but I will so, say this. Yes. Why is it called Jurassic? Surely, it should be one higher than that. What Triassic? Well, Cretaceous or whatever. You mean Cretaceous? Cretaceous. Yeah. Somehow Cretaceous Park doesn't roll off the tongue the same way. I guess. But it would make sense because that that was that's the more recent period, yeah. And where a lot of the dinosaurs that are in the movies come from is from the Cretaceous period. I'm mm. I'm fairly certain. Correct me if I'm wrong, dinosaur nerds, but I think that's how it works. <laughs> dinosaur nerds. I can't remember. But, pa- but paleontology. Yeah, yeah pa- paleontologists. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> dinosaur yes. nerds. Daddies mm. are nerds. We love them. <laughs> I used to be one. Um, all right, that's enough for me. Because if I, we go through everything else I watched, we'll be here for a while. So, because I, I did a lot of watching, but um, my two movie uh, trips were the best. So cool. Had a great time. Nice. Um, cool. All right. Well, let's just get right into it, shall we? It's time for the week that was in the nerdy news. 
This is the news in nerdy news. The nerds that talk about the nerdy news. That is us who talk about the news that is nerdy. And now the queen of nerdydom, the hostess with most s, Kendall Richardson. Take it away, Kendall. All right. It's nerdy news time. <laughs> let's do this thing. All right, we've got a few cool things to talk about, so let's crack in with some Marvel news to start us off. Um, recently got confirmation that a series based on Wonder Man slash Simon Williams will be happening on Disney+. Plus. Um, very excited to see this finally happen. I re- I'm just hoping for a Nathan Fillion reference uh, with this, because for those who don't remember or aren't aware, there was supposed to be a Nathan Fillion cameo in Guardians Volume 2 with like a po- movie poster in the background of him um, as Simon Williams. Or maybe it wasn't Guardians, but I think it was Guardians. I'm pretty sure it was Guardians. But um, was it Guardians, Mike? It was Guardians, right? Uh, I think there was like a th- uh, something for Guardians, but there was also the poster that you were talking about was a uh, a trailer, a sneak, uh, uh, a teaser trailer for Deadpool two. Oh, maybe it was Deadpool two then. Okay, where, well, where, I don't know. I know where, there was. It, it yeah. was the bit where he was knocking off Superman of trying to get his suit. Uh, yeah. Okay. On in a in a phone booth. Oh, maybe that's what it was. There was a poster, but I know that they were going to get Nathan Fillion to play Simon Williams in Guardians two, and then it didn't end up happening. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, so I'm hoping for a reference to him at some point. Um, but um, but yeah, really excited to see this one come to Disney Plus. Um, you know, another another new Marvel character for us to to get to know and learn. This one's probably going to be a more comedic angle though, which is cool. Um, a couple of names involved. We've not, no casting yet, of course, because they've only just announced it. But um, director of Shang, or director and co-writer of Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, um, Destin Daniel Cretton is going to be producing this one. Um, and uh, the showrunner slash head writer is going to be Andrew Guest, um, who is actually known for his comedic chops. Um, he has worked on Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Community, and 30 Rock, so he's got some good cred. Uh, and he was also a producer on Hawkeye. Oh. So, yeah, so someone who's familiar with, with the world as well. Um, so for those who don't know who Wonder Man is um so he's simon williams uh he inherits his father's wealthy company that falls on hard times thanks to tony stark's company stark industry so this is in the comics blaming stark for his troubles williams decides to infiltrate the avengers with the help of villain baron zemo he's turned into an iron-powered superhero and after a few brawls with the avengers ultimately joins their ranks so i think he starts off more as a an anti-hero but then switches sides. Um, so that's kind of cool. Um, no idea how, you know, what kind of storylines they're looking at adapting for the show from the comics, but um, I'm, I'm here for a Marvel comic. Like, sorry, I'm here for a, I'm here for, yeah, I'm here for a Marvel comic. What, do you, what are you talking about? <laughs> I'm here for a Marvel comedic show, for sure. Like something that leans into the comedy um, and done in a, in a, in a really well way. Um, that would be nice. So we'll see how that goes. Um, Fulia, your thoughts, Wonder Man, yay or nay? Um, look, initially I had no idea who this character was, as with a lot of other Marvel characters 
from comics whenever we get something new that's coming to TV or film. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did a little reading. And look, I, I'm actually curious about this character. Nice. He actually sounds um, pretty interesting, starting off, you know, on the anti-hero side of things and then moving into working with the Avengers, having some issues there. Um, that I found out that he, ha- he had an infatuation with the Scarlet Witch, which was interesting. Oh, okay. Um, but then, you know, because Scarlet Witch is in love with Vision and blah, blah, blah. The other thing that I found out was that... Um, Vision is based off this character. Oh, in the comics. In yeah, the comics. The, yeah, originally oh. it was the mind of uh, Wonder Man. Yeah. Uh, ah. That made Vision. So it yeah. was it was like Ultron and and Jarvis. Yeah, right. But with the mind. So okay, it, that's cool. it could be uh, we're getting white Vision back. And, yeah, maybe. And, and oh, he's getting could- his mind back. Oh, there could be a connection there. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's cool. That's what I was thinking as well. Me. Um, nice. That there might be, maybe there's going to be a Scarlet Witch introduction into it. I don't know where they're going to begin with this particular show. Right. Like in terms of um, where in Wonder Man's sort of history, I suppose, that we're going to start seeing whether we're going to get the the origin story first or whether we're going to be sort of like smack into the middle of it where they're in the Avengers or something like that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. No um, we'll find out eventually once we get a trailer for it or some more information at least. Yes. Um, but yeah, no, it, sound, it sounds like an interesting character from what I've read up on him. Um, and it'll also be interesting whether if they do go down the, the, big, the origin side of things, whether or not Wonder Man will be seen in, uh, and we mentioned it, I don't know if it was like last week or the week before, um, with Zemo and like that. Oh, crew. The, fun- the Thunderbolts. Yeah, the Thunderbolts. Thunderbolts. Yeah, yeah. That could, yeah, that could also potentially be a that, thing. That could be a thing. Um, okay, I'm on board. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I like from these ideas. From what I from what I've seen, from what I've read, um, I'm curious. I'd like to like to know more. Great. Yeah. Would you like to know more? Yes. Yes. Great. Uh, Michael. Um, Hello. How, how do you feel about this one? You keen? Uh, yeah, um, he has a lot of connections and there will be a very interesting take of how they connect it as well. Uh, when you said um, uh, his father's company uh, was sort of taken a ride because of Stark, uh, getting a lot of uh, Justin Hammer vibes as well. So, mm. and, and you could also maybe have a couple of hints uh, in uh, the Armor Wars as well. Mhm. Uh, yeah. yeah, another connection. Because awesome. all of them are sort of uh, all the uh, like the tech industries are sort of fighting for dominance now that there's not really Stark Industries anymore. Yeah, good good point. That'd be an interesting storyline to to go down. See how that plays out. Yes. Hmm. And ditto of what uh, fully I said. <laughs> it's it's very rare that Michael would agree with me. <laughs> so I like. What are you talking about? Agree? It's like you said all the information before me, and I thought, well, uh, yeah, like the vis- like the vision okay. stuff. So yeah. in that instance, like the the fact that we both got the same idea, yes, same yeah. thought process, yes, uh, nice, and not necessarily Nathan Thelian, but you know, he could be just there for 
shits and giggles, and they. If it's yeah. gonna, if it's gonna be more of a piss take, then, then then normal. So. Mm. Yeah, yeah. could be good. I'm excited. Yeah. All right. Second item of business. Um, we've got some Disney related news. Um, because we are finally getting our live action remake of Hercules. Um, Hercules. Probably in my top five Disney movies of all time, I think. I think it's like Little Mermaid. No, Aladdin, Little Mermaid, Lion King, Hercules, and Mulan, I think, are my, like, my five classic animated ones. Um, and speaking of Aladdin, um, Disney have tapped Guy Ritchie to come back and give another crack at the old reimagined classic um, <laughs> live action interpretation. He, of course, um, gave us the 2019 version of Aladdin with Will Smith as the genie and Mina Masood as Aladdin. Um, good movie. Actually, actually really good. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm actually very happy to see that Guy Ritchie's coming back to, to have another go. Um, so, yeah, pressure's on for him to deliver on this one. Um, no casting or anything just yet. I just really, really hope they pay homage to the visual style of Hercules. Yeah. Because that's one of the things that separates that movie apart from all the others of that era, I think, is the way it, the, the animation was done. Um, the characters were all rendered and stuff. Like, yeah. they're just very different. Very, they very much leaned into the, the Greek uh, and, you know, that kind of whole the Greek art stuff. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. like on the pots and the... Um... Yeah, yeah, that whole thing. So I really hope in the live action... It, it, I mean, if look, if Guy Ritchie did a very good job with like visually adapting Aladdin. Mm. So I, I, I'm expecting the same kind of quality. So fingers crossed... Fulia, yes. Um, how are you feeling about this as the resident Disney nerd of the show? Uh, look, I'm curious. I, I think um, the live action version of Hercules was sort of being, you know, in the zeitgeist, sort of being rumored here yeah. and there. Yeah, I think this is um, the first we've heard of it. Yeah, yeah so uh, like probably like years ago, they mentioned that they were going to remake Hercules and a few other Disney um, animated films live action. Um, so I'm not surprised that they're diving into Hercules now. It's going to be interesting who they cast as Hercules. Yeah, very much. That's going to be interesting. Tom be Hardy. <laughs> I wish. It's That'd a Guy Ritchie actually. film. <laughs> and, he, and he keeps his accent. <laughs> Shut up, you cunt! <laughs> yes. Beats the um, shit out of people. <laughs> Um, but yes, uh, I am kind of looking forward to it. I really enjoyed the live action of Aladdin. So Guy Ritchie's like a uh, no brainer when it comes to live action when, um, for Disney. Uh, so I am looking forward to it. I agree with the visual aspect of it. I hope they lean into it a little bit if they can in some way. Yeah. Um, it was, it's almost like they had like sort of like hard lines kind of mm. in there in the drawings of the actual yeah, animation very, itself. Yeah, very much. Yeah. Thick hard um, lines and, and very bubbly. Mm, mm. And curly. Uh, yeah, especially in, in, in heaven. Uh, so that was cool. Clouds. And Pegasus better be cute. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm Great. looking forward to it. Um, give me some more information. Give me a cast. 
and I'll be happy. Yeah, I'm keen keen to see who they cast. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Danny DeVito. Um, (laughs) Reprising role. Yeah, reprise, yeah. Bring it back, do it. And he's the only one that comes back. He's the only one. (laughs) Yeah, he can be the James L. Jones of this version. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. (laughs) All right, Mike, what do you think? What do you reckon? Yes, and going on that, don't bring back James Woods, please. I mean... It was a great Hades, but oh uh, yeah, it's James Woods. Oh my god! I just clicked. This is my time to manifest Tom Hiddleston as Hades. No, <laughs> because yes, a lot of people have fan cast him as Hades. No, I'm not kidding. no, we need someone that can do quips and shit. <laughs> he can do quips. No, look, no. just get, just get, just get Tom Hiddleston. Get, get Chris Hemsworth uh, as Zeus, and we're good. You know what? <laughs> I'm going to blow that shit out of the water. Please feel free to. David Tennant. Ooh. Ooh. As Hades? As Hades. As Hades, yes. Ooh. Yeah, done. Done. Yeah, <laughs> I'd be happy with that. I'd be happy with that, yeah. If, if it's not Tom Hiddleston, yeah, David Tennant. Is yeah, good. let's get David Tennant into Disney. <laughs> let's do it. Actually, um, he already is. He's he's Scrooge McDuck. McDuck. <laughs> oh yeah, true. No, we need to see his face. Scrooge McDuck. <laughs> no, no. He looks like a David duck. Tennant's face. Yeah, but Scrooge. technically, he's not going to look like him. He's going to have fiery hair and 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 <laughs> serrated teeth. Yes. And uh, Tom Hiddleston could be, could be Zeus. That'd be kind of funny. That wouldn't happen. But... No. It'd be kind of funny. Um, we need a bulky Zeus. Yeah. Yeah, Russell Crowe. <laughs> well, live action Disney is connected to the MCU. Uh, it's all connected. It's all oh, connected. Uh, would that be great if it, it was secretly an MCU film? <laughs> because Hercules imagine? is actually in, uh, um, in the, the MCU Marvel comics. as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, that would be. I have a, I have a very dear friend of mine who would lose his effing mind if, if, they, <laughs> if, they, if they did that. So let's manifest it, shall we? Mm. Um, Mike, any other thoughts on on this happening? Um, yeah, I I did enjoy Hercules uh, when I was a kid. Uh, the songs are very catchy, so hopefully they'll keep keep them. And yeah, bring back Danny DeVito as as uh, as uh, ooh. Uh, guy phil what's his name phil phil yeah phil it's phil yeah phil yeah. phil i mean i'm the, the trash man. man the goat man the trash <laughs> man yeah sick that would be cool yeah yeah um yeah i'm i'm, I'm more looking forward to this now okay yeah. <laughs> even though i haven't Good. seen all that okay <laughs> yeah feel free feel free to but yeah I'm not going to make you watch it. Well, I've got Disney Plus, so I can. You can. I just choose not to. (laughs) Cool. Cool. All right. Next item in the news. Uh, We've got some Game of Thrones news. Get excited, uh, Game of Thrones fans, because there is another series in the works, and this one is focusing on Jon Snow himself. Oh, Um, I didn't know this. 
Is it because you know nothing? John John Snow. Snow. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. You know nothing, a John Snow story. Um, Still knows nothing. Still, still, yeah. Still knows nothing. A John Snow story, Electric Boogaloo. Um, <laughs> anyway, so there's a sequel series following the events of uh, what we know as Game of Thrones, the TV show. Um, Kit Harrington is uh, reportedly going to be reprising his role, of course, so um, it will be set not long after the events um, of, of the tremendously terrible ending that was season eight. Um, <laughs> yes, we love to see it. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. So they haven't said anything else other than that. They don't, we haven't announced any writers, any showrunners, any producers, whether or not Benny Off and Weiss are involved. Fucking Yeah, praise. yeah. Rectify. Pray. No, keep them out of it. Redemption keep- story. No redemption. <laughs> they get zero redemption. Okay. <laughs> zero redemption here. <laughs> None from me. No mercy from me here. Um, but yeah, I'm excited. Like if yeah, if Kit Harrington's signing on, then it must be good. Like whatever the pitch was, it must be good because I think everyone knows that um, the the actors reacted kind of mixed to yeah. the material they had to work with at the end of the, of the show. So, uh, but yeah, I'm I don't know. I'm I'm gonna watch this. I just I just hope it's good. I just hope it's good. And it'll be a good chance to even, like, you know, find out what happened to certain characters after the series, you know, and maybe bring them back for cameos and supporting roles. <laughs> I imagine it probably won't... There won't be too much of that. No. But... Because uh, the last but, time we saw John, he, he, he just fucked off in the, into the woods. So. Yeah, he'd, yeah, he'd gone beyond the wall. Yeah, so... So... <laughs> mm. <laughs> be very interesting. Very, very interesting. Yes. Fulia. Yeah. Do you have any thoughts on this? Uh, look, I, I know of the character. I have watched the first half of Game of Thrones. The good half. The good half. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Spoilers, of course. <laughs> um, so knowing that this is going to be taking... Uh, this is going to be going from the final, like, after the whole show had finished, makes me think, I don't know whether I want to watch... From what I've been oh, hearing, okay. Um, well, no, you, no, you should, you should, you should finish it. Should I? Yeah. Come just, on, just, Danny, just, take your medicine. <laughs> just, uh, just lower your expectations when you get to season mm. seven mm. and yeah. because it's fucking amazing up until season six. Okay. Like the ending of season six is. Mwah. Okay. I will see how I feel. Okay. Um, I might have to watch the trailer for Jon Snow to see whether or not I'd be willing mm-hmm. to put myself through that to get to Jon Snow. That's that's also fair. Uh, so, yeah, we'll see. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I'm just glad you're interested. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's nice. A little bit. A little bit. A little bit. <laughs> Michael, um, how do you feel about this one? Do you reckon it's, it's worth uh, going back to Westeros for Jon Snow? Well, I'm sort of the same boat as Fulia. Wait for trailer because, as I said, it's Jon Snow back going into the woods. I mean, do we really need a series of Jon Snow in the woods? <laughs> and Apparently we do. And snow. So much snow. 
Does he still don't know? Yeah. <laughs> and and sorry, Fulio, we spoiled it that uh, Jon Snow survives. Well, duh. Well, I feel like the announcement of this is a sequel series <laughs> yeah. is a spoiler unto itself. But then again, Game of Thrones has been finished for three years already, so... Yeah. Get with know. the times, man. Get with the times, man. <laughs> Jon Snow went through some shit. Fucking Ellie did. Yeah. Poor Including bastard. having sex with his aunt. Yep. Spoiler. Wow. But who's his aunt? Yeah, yeah but who who is who's the auntie? <laughs> You'll find I'm not out. Spoil that. <laughs> Fully is like wonderful, and I'm not watching. <laughs> well, the first episode it was a brother and sister fucking. So. Yeah, true. That's worse. Yeah, that was worse on the incest scale. Oof. All right, let's let's move on to our next item, shall we? Yes, I agree. Because this one is very exciting. Um, earlier in the week, it was announced that. Uh, Nickelodeon is going to be giving us three, count them, three Avatar The Last Airbender movies. Freaking fantastic. Very, very happy. Um, the best part about this is the fact that the original creators of the show are on board and fully involved. Yes! So, that is the best. Um, I can't... I'm just going to take a stab at his name, Brian Konitsko, apologies, Uh, and Michael DiMartino. So they're the co-creators of Avatar The Last Airbender. Um, They're going to be teaming up for this, for these three. Um, We don't know sort of what they're going to be involving, but they did say recently that one of the three films is actually going to be a follow-up film to the events of The Legend of Korra. Ooh, yes. So, yes, because, yeah, Cora, a lot of people talk about the cliffhanger it kind of ended on. Oh, yeah. Um, I know what that cliffhanger is, even though I'm not up to that part of my <laughs> Avatar rewatch yet. <laughs> or Avatar watch, because it's my first time. Um, but, but yes, so people are losing their shit. Very, very excited to see this is all is all happening. Hopefully they can get some of the, uh, the voice actors uh, back on board. Um, mm-hmm. To reprise their roles as well, that'd be lovely. Um, and yeah, I think this is this is great news, especially following the the you know the the creators' departure from the live action uh, Netflix series that's currently uh, filming right now. So it's wrapped um, filming, actually. It's wrapped. Yeah. Thank you. I got a I got a tweet saying ah. it's, it's done. It's done, <laughs> and we now we pray to the gods of post production. Oh. Um, yes. Uh, Fulia, how does, does this make you happy? It looks like it makes you happy. It does. I'm really looking forward to it. It's been a long time since I last actually watched through um, Avatar The Last End Bender and uh, Legend of Korra, mm-hmm. which I feel like now I'm going to have to do a rewatch yeah. to remind myself of how why I love it so much. Mm-hmm. Um, but I am definitely looking forward to films um of the show um the animation of this is absolutely gorgeous as well yeah it's beautiful animation and um and the characters are just so cool like i'd love to i'd love to be one of those elemental Ah. yeah oh yeah but which one hmm i'd probably say a waterbender yeah me too yeah i think i'd want to be a waterbender ah that's safe well, either a waterbender or an airbender, but the airbenders are like really targeted a lot. So 
I don't want to be I don't want to be the center of attention. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, and yeah, I, I feel like water would definitely be me. Yeah. Because um, I like to flow. Yeah, you're a squirtle. I'm a squirtle. <laughs> That's your starter Pokemon. That's your starter Pokemon. <laughs> water types. Woo. Yeah, what a what a tribe, what a tribe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway. um, but yeah, no, I am <laughs> hyped for this. Definitely looking forward to it. Hell yeah! Yeah, let's go, mm. Michael. Hello. Are you f- you a fan of Airbender? Um, does this does this make you happy too? I've only seen the first two episodes. Get on it. Okay. It is a show. You should you should show um, Zelda. Yeah. Okay, I'll try. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, three, three more uh, Avatar movies on the five that we're going to get. So, yay. Good times. Yes. So James Cameron is coming back to, to do more um, Avatar stuff. That's cool. Um, yeah. I, I haven't really got much to say because I haven't <laughs> seen it. I, I wasn't on the... The bandwagon, and apparently I, I've been told to to watch Airbender. As someone who was never on the bandwagon up until like two months ago, I yes, you should definitely get on that. That's a that's a bandwagon you want to be on. The story's really good. It's really good story. Okay, yeah, it is as good as everyone says. Yeah, yeah. I haven't even seen Firefly yet, so <laughs> calm your jets. <laughs> <laughs> right, Firefly first. Serenity, and then Airbender. Ah, well, Firefly is on Disney Plus, so I don't really have much of an excuse to do that. Damn right. Is Serenity on? Should be. Maybe I don't know. That could be different because I think it's. Um, I think it was produced. I think it was distributed by Universal or Sony. I think, but I could be wrong. But Firefly was a Fox uh, production. No, only Firefly. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah. Then I won't know how it ends. <laughs> He's a leaf on the wind. That's all you need to know. <gasps> oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. I want to bring the room down. All I know is um, uh, that someone did a muck-up pop vinyl of... Uh... Yep. <laughs> of my favourite character in Firefly. <sighs> anyway, let's, let's, let's stop... Let's stop that that train of thought. Yes, I'll, I'll get yes, upset. Please, please. Let's not do that. <laughs> Let's not do that because we got one more thing to talk about in the news. Uh, speaking of knives, ah, um, <laughs> during or, the or a metal pole going through your chest. Shut up. <laughs> um, <laughs> during the week, uh, Ryan Johnson finally unveiled to the masses the title for the sequel. Uh, as it were, to Knives Out, um, and it's very, very curious. Um, but I'm, but I'm, I'm keen. I'm on board. Um, it's called Glass Onion: colon, A Knives Out Mystery. Onions have layers. Yeah. Augers have layers. Augers <laughs> are like onions. There's gonna be um, lots of layers to this mystery. Lots of layers. Yes. So yeah. But so transparent. Bas- 
trans yeah transparent trans layers transparent <laughs> layers that make you cry um so yeah i'm really curious as to what this title is referring to mm. um i'm i'm so happy that this is continuing this series i you know knives out was one of the best movies of 2019 i think that wasn't a franchise um funny now is a franchise uh and you know daniel craig's performance is benoit blanc wait sorry benoit blanc <laughs> benoit. fog on like, leg on yeah just like <laughs> i can't say it without the french accent um very cool to see uh his performance uh in that movie and the fact that he's reprising his role um is uh, is just awesome um and uh, the cast was also uh, I don't know if it had already been announced that these actors were a part of this project, but it was mentioned in the, the little uh, tease trailer that announced the, the title. But basically, uh, it's going to take place in Greece, which is cool. Um, so Benoit Blanc is going to be in Greece trying to solve a mystery. On a boat. Um, on a boat. So it's Death on the Nile, is it? Um <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because no, the they're just death in the Mediterranean. In they're just going for the the death the, on the Mediterranean the <laughs> references yeah. here. But the cast is really, really stacked, guys, yes. because we've got Edward Norton, Janelle Monae, Dave Bautista, Catherine Hahn, Leslie Odom Jr., Kate Hudson, Jessica Henwick, and Madeline Klein on top of Daniel Craig. So, uh, yeah, good shit. Did you say Ethan Hawke? No, I did not. He is on there too. Yeah, is he? he should yeah. be on there. Well, he's not in this article. Well, the IMDb. article's wrong then. Well, the article's wrong. Because I saw images of the production and Ethan Hawke's there. The article's wrong. Yeah, it's um, let me let me check. Let me let me f- fact check on the fly. Um, yeah, hey. okay, he's name number two on yeah. the IMDb. We win well the done, actuals. <laughs> He has his uh, from well, from what we saw in the photos. He's got his hair tied back in the ponytail. Ah, cool. Yeah, nice, nice. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Exciting stuff. Netflix sequel. Let's hit it. Fulia, I know you're keen go. for this. I'm so excited. Yeah, can't wait. I absolutely love the first one. Knives Out. So much fun. Um, and being able to see get another sequel like. Oh my goodness. Daniel Craig is awesome. That's yeah. Benoit Blanc. Um, so good. Uh, and just his accent. It's just so southern. Yeah. So good. Yeah. <laughs> so great. Um, yeah, I'm very curious to know what they're referencing in terms of Glass Onion. Maybe it's an heirloom of some sort. Potentially. Maybe. Maybe it's just a metaphor for something. I don't know. Could be. Uh, but... Or it could be both, like in Knives Out, you know, they had a fucking chair made out of knives and then, you know, it was also a line of dialogue. True. So. It could be. Um, I don't know what it is about these kind of like murder mystery type Agatha Christie type things. I'm really enjoying them. Um, They're fun. Within the last few years and I'm, I just, I need more now. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're, you're more. getting more because there's, there's, I think there's another, I think there's a third film that's going to be coming after <gasps> this one. So yeah, I am excited. Strap in I am, for you. I am very excited. I cannot wait. <laughs> Let's do this. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do it. Mike, are you a fan of this now franchise? Are you excited for this one? Uh, I am. Um, I don't want it to be a um, 
a franchise sort sort of thing. I mean, you probably don't need the the uh, connection of saying, "Oh, it's a Knives Out mystery." Why don't you yeah. just have dif- different names, just like Anthony Christie, but with the sa- same detective? Like, yeah, that would like, make sense. Like we all know, it's Miss Marvel, blah 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 blah, or it's uh, it's uh, the other guy. <laughs> yeah, so. no, I can say no, I can say it right, bitch. I did VCE for okay. I, I can say it right, okay? Okay, I've been put in my place. I've been put in my place. <laughs> Even though he's not French. <laughs> he's Belgian. Belgian. <laughs> uh, with love. With love. It's <laughs> Come for me on my French knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Michael, go on. That's right. Uh, we got a re- uh, we don't have a release date for this, do we? No, I think it's I th- I think it's not too far away because yeah. they've already been filming this one, I believe. So yeah. it's probably going to be the end of the year, if not early next year, I'd say. Yeah, but yeah. we'll get a release date soon, I imagine. It should be soon because Netflix sort of does that. It's like at least four months out. And so here's a thing. We're doing a here's thing. Here's a thing. Now. It's coming. Yeah. And Pretty then, much. And then we get surprises like, oh, it's this day. Sweet. Let's watch it. And everyone goes nuts. Yeah. I like it when Netflix does that. It's like, all right, so here's a trailer. It's coming in a month or it's coming in two months. It's not like, you know, some movies where they give you a trailer and it's like, it's not coming out for another year. <laughs> A whole year? It's a bit like Thor, Love and Thunder. Mm. Uh, we got a, a string of trailers like coming out within month, one month of each other. Yeah, they, they, they really pack those ones in together tightly for some reason. Yes. Yes. Mm. Anyway, gold leader. Yeah. Um, I think that's, that's the nerdy news done. Uh-huh. Yes. I think we're done. We're done and dusted. Um, which means now, of course, it's time to roll on up to the trailer park. Rolling up to the trailer park where we all park all the trailers. Yeehaw. All right, it's trailer park time. Three trailers for you as per usual, starting with our first look at, an, and speaking of Netflix, upcoming Netflix uh, production of Matilda the Musical. Um... Hell to the yes. Um, I'm sure I can speak for all of us here when I say the, you know, that, that Matilda is is very much important and uh, uh, nostalgic for us. Um, I personally, you know, read the, read the book a lot when I was in primary school. The movie, of course, was a big part of my adolescence, um, you know, because I was very much a bookworm back in the day, so I could relate to, like, you know reading as much as she read and you had telekinesis and i had tele yeah (laughs) i mean we're not supposed to say that on air but yeah i had telekinesis um so (laughs) (laughs) but yes um yeah so i i I, but unfortunately i never got around to actually seeing the matilda musical when it was playing here in melbourne so next time next time it comes i i'm gonna make sure i go but um i'm very excited to see that they've chosen to adapt it into a into Mm. a a film based on the, the, the works of Tim Minchin um, and Roald Dahl. So that's, that's exciting. This trailer looks really good. Like, you know, very true to the source material and 
um, you know, I, I don't know the songs at all, so the, the brief glimpses of them that we got didn't do anything for me, but that's totally fine. They sounded cool. I mean, it's Tim Minchin. It's going to be, it's going to be great. Um, and it's just a great story. Um, but I'm, I'm very excited mostly for the casting because there are two ac- actresses I recognized. The first being, uh, Lashana Lynch. So, um, Maria Rambo herself is playing Miss Honey in this, which is really cool. Uh, and then the other one, of course, and then I will throw to Fulia for her thoughts because her reaction was great. Um, Emma Thompson <laughs> is the Trunchbull. Holy crap! <laughs> <laughs> yes, a thousand times yes, please. I can't wait to watch this. What do you think, Fulia? I actually, I'm like you. I never got to see Matilda the Musical, um, but I am very keen to see it. Uh, the trailer looked really cool. Really good. Um, definitely hits on the nostalgia strings for me as well because I I never actually read the book, but I watched the movie a few times oh, cool. growing up and I, I really enjoyed movie. it. Uh, and always prayed that I would never have a teacher or or, or a principal like Miss Chumchum. Oh, Jesus! Didn't and I'm know. glad I never did uh, until I got to high school. Uh- <laughs> wow. <laughs> Did you get thrown over a fence? No, no, no. By your pigtails? No, nothing like that. No. <laughs> um, but the the rules lock- were the rules were very strict. Locked in the chokey. <laughs> no chokies. No chokies. No chokies. Did they you. force feed you cake until you exploded? No. Then it's not exactly the same. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> the best your bubble there. So. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Um. I am. I am excited to see Matilda the Musical um, come to life on our screens. It's going to be fun. Uh, Emma Thompson, holy crap. Like, what a transformation. (laughs) They've done a very good job with the makeup. They really did. The moment I heard her voice, instantly I was like, no way. Yeah. My reaction, literally just like, it can't be. And then you you were next to me as Kendall's like, yep, it is. (laughs) Sure is. Wow. Uh, I can't wait, man. It's going to be fun. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. A lot of fun. Um, Michael, are you are you keen to check this one out? What do you think of the trailer? Definitely. I really I really like it. Um, I'm the same. I haven't... I didn't get to see the musical, but uh, the songs are very catchy. I can't name any. Um, I think there was like Revolting Children or something. <laughs> Is But it's a double entendre where... Where That's re- clever. Yeah, they're revolting and they're also revolting. Uh, yeah. Um, Trunchbowl, uh, in the musical, uh, they they did a thing like a Hairspray where uh, it was played by a man. So um, I was thinking maybe they were going to do that, but it turned out to be Emma Thompson. Well, to that point... Uh, apparently Ray Fiennes was originally supposed to be the Trunchbull. There we go. So they were going to go that route originally, but I think there was like um, scheduling conflicts, I believe, with, yes. with, with Mr. Fiennes, so he couldn't he couldn't do it. Um, but yeah, yes. Trivia. Yeah, I think it's good. And we got a, we got a little comment from uh, Maria S. The Matilda, hey! uh, Matilda musical was great! Exclamation mark, exclamation mark. Hi, Hello. Bestie. Hi, Maria. It's Marie. 
Marie, why do I call her Maria? I work with a Maria and I How do you solve a problem like Wait, wait. Maria? I'll make it up to her. Stella! Stella! <laughs> Marie. A, po- a thousand apologies, Marie. This is like the first time you've tuned in to watch us and commented and I called you the wrong fucking name. How many years have I known you? <laughs> Slap on the fucking wrist. Oh. And yeah, definitely. Um, uh, I. Being a '90s kid, of course, I'm uh, well aware of the uh, uh, of the Matilda m- movie, and and it's all um, uh, Danny DeVito esque uh, stuff. Uh, Fulia says hi, Marie. No, just don't read it. <laughs> don't be Kevin Smith. Don't don't read the chat. Oh, sorry, but it's from your it's from your it's from your profile. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I got confused. I'm it's okay. Also, I'm doing spills and talking at the same time. I'm on. I'm on. I'm on the go. It's so, okay. I'm modding, so it's fine. Hi. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So definitely be watching this, and uh, and uh, Marie says hello back. And <laughs> sh- <laughs> let me do my thing. <laughs> so yeah, definitely, and. Uh, uh, it'll be good good to get my little girl into this as well. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully uh, she doesn't get traumatised by the teachers, but that's fine. <laughs> yeah. And Marie also commented, uh, being forced uh, being force-fed cake sounds like a dream. And uh, sure did not notice it was Emma Thompson. Yeah, yeah, yeah Emma Thompson. <laughs> Unreal. I sort of knew it. In her face because it was very heavy makeup, but I can tell those eyes. <laughs> yeah, like, you can see the eyes. Yeah. Ooh, wow. <laughs> Nanny McPhee, anyone? Nanny McPhee. <laughs> yeah, kind of flushed to that a bit too. Yeah. So when are we watching this, Kendall? Yes. Well, we will be definitely watching uh, Matilda the Musical on Netflix when it drops on the sixteenth of December, just in time for Christmas. Yay! Christmas. Christmas. <laughs> A Christmas, a Christmas present. Yeah, <laughs> happy Christmas. Um, all right, second trailer Whoa. is uh, a second trailer for Puss in Boots: <laughs> The Last Wish. Puss in Boots. Yeah, he always says his name like that. Puss. It's <laughs> kind of fun. Um, yeah, so this trailer very similar to the previous one we watched. Starts the same they just don't show all of the different lives that he's lost like the first one did so but very similar um uh, again i'm still not won over by this i'm probably not going to watch it i'm sorry i haven't seen all the rest i've got to see all the rest of the shreks first and then the lot and then you still haven't watched them all nope (sighs) all right we're having a shrek marathon with you no (laughs) just watch the first two that's all you need okay well, I've seen number one like a million times, but I just, I never, by the time the sequel started happening, I, I don't know. I just didn't watch them for some reason. But you got to see the second one. I sh- everyone says the second one's quite good. Yeah. Dare I say, better? better than the first one. That's a big call. Mm, it is. But people, I, it's not the first time I've heard someone say that though, so I, I should give it a look. Um, anyway, but yeah, look, I will, I will say it looks like it's a fun film. It looks like if you're a fan of this character and this franchise, you're going to have a great time. Um, but my favorite thing about it is I just fucking love the animation style that they've yeah. chosen. Yeah. Because it is 
same but different it is to like the dreamworks look and aesthetic mm. it has this kind of textured visual style to it that i i think is really really cool and kind of reminiscent of into the spider verse a little bit um just a tiny smidge mm. um but uh but yeah i love that aspect of it because it looks gorgeous Yes, it really it looks. Does. It looks really, really nice. So I hope DreamWorks stick to this style of animation going forward. I think it would be really cool. But yeah, yeah. Not for me, just yet. But maybe once Fulia straps me down, Clockwork Orange style makes me watch all the Shrek movies, yeah. we'll be good. And you can, yes. and you can also return the favour by getting Fulia to watch uh, Clockwork Orange. Oh, yeah. Geez. To get the reference. To get the reference. And no. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, what do you what do you reckon? What do you reckon? You, I, you, I know you're I know you're watching this. Like, oh yeah, hundred yeah. percent. I'm watching yeah. this. I've watched all of the Shreks. I've watched the first Puss in Boots film. I love them. Um, and this one, the trailer just got me excited even more. Got to see, get to hear more of Antonio Banderas, uh, voicing Puss. In boots. <laughs> and that's a good thing. And it's a good, very good thing. It's a very good thing. Um, it's interesting to see that we get a bit more information about what's going to happen to Puss after he's died. Um, he's, he's had his last life taken away from him, but he can apparently get it back in some form. Don't know how that's going to work, but he has to live the life of a cat with a cat lady. <laughs> yeah, that was interesting. <laughs> That was very interesting. Um, so I'm kind of curious about that little that little scenario. Uh, I am also curious as to how he gets his boots back, uh, his little outfit. Um, Just but, like Obi Wan oh. Kenobi, he, he he buries him in the in the desert. <laughs> he turns away from the the boots. Um, mm. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Uh, but you know, you, you, how can you how 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 can you say no to the kitty cute eyes? Yeah, Marie says like uh, such pretty eyes. Such yeah, pretty eyes. Yeah. yeah, like like this. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> You're not a cat person, are you? I love cats. I'm not a cat person, and I love puss in boots. <laughs> oh, okay. Topsy turvy. Yeah. Weird. Weird. But I am very much looking forward to it. I cannot wait. Um, you're right. The animation style. Like, I just I was staring at the animation style. And I was looking. I'm like, this looks different. Same, but different. Mm -hmm. Like, my eyes just was just trying to figure out what was going on. But it, it actually looked really cool. So I really enjoyed that. Um, it's going to be interesting. So yeah. Wait. Yeah, and friend of the show, Ash Lanky, uh, says it looks pretty slick indeed. Ah, hi, Ash. Lovely. Lovely. Mm, speaking of lovely, Michael, what are your thoughts? Yes, I'm very lovely. Mm. Um, yeah. Um, I might watch it. You know, something for the kids. Uh, I'm at that age of my life now of showing stuff to kids, so... You have the excuse to watch kid movies because you have kids. True, but there are. I do not stuff. have that excuse. <laughs> you don't need that excuse. I don't need that excuse. <laughs> you, you do it anyway. Exactly. Um, yeah, and sometimes I like to pre-watch some stuff just in case, you know. Okay. Maybe I pre-watch this one because you know there there are 
some elements in this that I probably won't won't particularly like. So when are we? Well, probably not we, not you, Kendall. But when are <laughs> you? But when are you going to avoid this movie? When am I going to uh, avoid this film? Yes, great question. But then eventually watch, because I will make her. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Um, Puss in Boots, The Last Wish, will be in cinemas on the 22nd of September. Okay, not too far away. That's yeah, good. it's like three months away. Hmm. Is there a Netflix yeah. thing, sorry? No. The next thing is a Netflix thing. Thanks for the segue. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that was my intention all along. Yeah. <laughs> this is my plan all along. Uh, yes. So our third and final trailer for this week is our first look at uh, an upcoming Netflix series, Kung Fu Panda, The Dragon Knight. Um, I haven't seen Kung Fu Panda 2 or 3. Don't at me, bro. <laughs> 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 uh, I have seen the first one and I do like the first one. It's a good, it's a very good movie. Just like Shrek 1, it's a very good movie. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, um, Netflix series, I think this was announced a little while ago, so it's good to finally see some footage from it, get a feel of what the story's going to be. Uh, looks looks alright, looks fine. Um, again, not my cup of tea, but that's fine. People will enjoy. And because, you know, I will say, Jack Black is reprising his role as Poe, so we're off to a great start mm. with that. Um, so thank God, because, you know, sometimes animated things get, you know, like, well, animated things, when they do series from movies, sometimes they recast. Yes, this is true. This is a thing that does happen. Yeah. But um, but no, they were able to lock him in um, for, for this show. So I think that's really, really cool. Um, yeah, it looks, it looks like it'll be fun. And again, if you're a fan of this... Similar to what I said with Puss in Boots, if you're a fan of the franchise, I imagine you will get a kick out of it. Um, I will say, I think I think Puss in Boots, The Last Wish, looks better than this show does. If I'm going to compare the two, compare the pair, that's just my thoughts. I mean, they're both DreamWorks, so... They are. Hence the comparison. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but yeah. Um, I hope people enjoy it. Um, yes. Because, yeah, it looks like it might, it might be fun, but we'll... But yeah, but I shall not be making the trip to my couch on that day to watch it. But I will. But you will, Fulia. <laughs> what, did, what did you think? Um, okay. Uh, I have to admit, probably not the best looking story, I suppose. Yeah. Um, especially as a series. Uh, I absolutely love Kung Fu Panda. Um, you know, I've watched all three of the films. I've also seen the little holiday special i think it was i'm not sure that they did um and jack black is amazing as poe um yep so fun hilarious cannot wait to see what this one's about um because i know that kung fu panda has had a series before yes it has um but i haven't personally watched that myself okay uh, but this one looks interesting. Kind of sad we don't get to see the Furious Five. Yeah, that was probably the thing that was missing from it for me. Yeah, but yeah. I suppose they're trying to take it in a different direction may, um, from what we're seeing in the story, especially. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
But the fact that we're still getting Jack Black, the fact that we're also getting, uh, oh, what's his name that plays his dad? Ah, names to voices. <laughs> That's Whereas right. not faces for... Na- names to faces. That's yes, right. where Michael goes. <laughs> Ash d- does say he's keen for f- uh, Kung Fu Panda, and the original Kung Fu Panda show was like eight years ago, and and had Jack Black uh, recast. Oh, okay. So similar, yeah, yeah. similar to what I said. Mm. Yeah, yeah. James Hong. James uh, Hong as Mr. Ping. Nice. Yeah. Does um, love James Hong. He he he's reprising his role as Mr. Ping, so that's that's, that's also cool. cool as yeah. well. Um, but. Uh, it's got to be interesting because apparently Kong, uh, uh, Po uh, is getting fired from being the Dragon Warrior. <laughs> His title's being revoked, which is funny. Um, now we've got to find out how he gets it back, uh, even though, you know, he Poe is known for making his mistakes along the way, uh, especially when it comes to, you know, things that the enemies want. They usually get it, and then eventually he will then save the day. Um, so no, su- there's not going to be no surprise as to what the ending's going to be. Yeah. Um, but it still looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, and I'm definitely looking forward to at least checking it out. Nice. Yeah. Excellent. Mike, what do you reckon about this one? You gonna you gonna watch it? Mm, probably not for this one. Hmm. Um, it's it's cool that Jack Black is uh, coming back to do it. But the animation style didn't really sit well with me. It kind of looks too janky for what what uh, what it used to be. It didn't look like they put a lot of money into it. No. Yeah. Or, or yeah, it's a bit weird. It's a bit like um, when uh, Robert Williams came back to do the genie for King of Thieves. Oh, true. But yeah. the but the animation was still from the. From the house that did the um, uh, Aladdin TV show, yeah. So yeah. wasn't quite up to standard, no, or anything like that. But it's cool that he comes back. So that's really much, not much that I can say. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I did enjoy the movie, and uh, the second one was pretty good as well. Yeah, I haven't seen the third one though. Um. I'm going to say the third one's good, but I feel like the first and the second one's the better ones. Like Shrek. Compared compared to number three. Number three is good because apparently he finds his original family, um, all the pandas. Cool. Yeah, they sort Uh, of did uh, a thing at the end of the second one. hmm. Of, of, uh, ooh, there's the other pandas here. Ooh, yeah, sure so they kind of made it like for... a connection, yeah. Yeah, for the third one. Yeah. But one and two of Kung Fu Panda, I think, are my favourites. I think they're the better ones. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when you got Gary Oldman as the bad guy. <laughs> that's You're cool. in for a good time. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. That's cool. So when is this coming out on Netflix? It will be uh, out very, very soon, actually. Uh, Kung Fu Panda, The Dragon Knight, will be dropping on Netflix on the 14th of July. Ooh, yay! Yeah. Birthday month, birthday month! Birthday month, early birthday present for Fulia. Yay! Happy belated birthday. No, early birthday. No, 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 I don't think I said happy birthday last year. (laughs) 
It's okay. How, it's fine. How thoughtful. Um, <laughs> all right, we're we're rolling on out of Trailer Park because it's time for a Quickie Review. Quickie Review. It is now that time of the show where we finally can talk about Miss Marvel. Yes. Um, episode two dropped and I have to look up the episode title because I forgot what it was called. Um, uh, I know it. It's on the tip of my tongue. Crushed. That was the name of episode two, Crushed. Oh my um, gosh, so much crush. So much crunch. Oh. Can relate. Um, <laughs> yeah. This is a this is a really nice episode. So, yeah. you know, episode one got us in the world and this one helps to expand yep. on that world and Kamala's life. Um, I really liked it. Um, I think I liked episode one more because it was just a really good introduction. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I like I like where the story is headed. Mm-hmm. Um you know, and I, I I am enjoying her getting a feel for her powers, her just trying to navigate her family and try and figure out what the deal is with this this bracelet um, that's giving her these abilities. Mm. Um, that's really interesting. Um, and then of course her her um, very very adorable crush with uh, Cameron. Um, I probably said his name wrong. Apologies. Cameron. 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 Yeah. Cameron. Come run, yeah. Come run, yeah. Yeah, he's cool. Um, yeah, and uh, bloody um, her bestie getting jealous and like coming between. I know. Them. Oh, yeah. I'm like, dude, just say something. Just, just tell her you like her. You fucking idiot. Stop uh, being, stop being Frenchy from from Sixteen Candles. Yeah, literally. <laughs> Don't do that. Um, but yes, yes. Uh, so that's so that's fun. And then you know, seeing her actually, you know, what what was her name? Nightlight. Nightlight. <laughs> like that's that's the that's her uh, her her nickname. Light was it Lightshade? No, no, it was Nightlight. It was Nightlight. It was Nightlight. Just like Night so, Monkey. <laughs> yeah, Night Monkey and Nightlight. Yeah. That meme from with Arnold Schwarzenegger and Carl Weathers is. You know, from I can't <laughs> do you son of a bitch. I'm in. Uh, yes, yes, but no, yeah, it, it was it was really good. Like I enjoyed seeing her, you know, save try like attempt to save someone. I mean, you know, I would I would call that a save because the kid did not die. Um, he just went away with a sprained ankle. He wow. just hit, he just hurt his ankle. That's a very bit. low bar. It's a very low bar. Lisa didn't die, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, the thought and was we got there. some we got some con- confrontation with uh, damage control. Um, yeah. They've stepped up their game. Very interested in in Kamala. Um, so that's that's cool. Um, but yeah, it was just it was just fun. Like I'm just yeah. I'm just really enjoying this ride. Um, again, Aman Vellani continues to be a ray of sunshine. Um, very very happy to have her yeah, mm. in the MCU now um, and I can't wait to see where this goes I just, yes. I just really want a Carol Danvers cameo I really want it <laughs> we may not get it that soon no episode 6 may, maybe at the end of the series of like a post credit scene of it yeah. leading into I'll take the it. to the Marvels mm, mm. I'll bloody take it yeah. give it to me I'll take it um, yeah great episode um, 4 out of 5 for me 
um, for you. What, yes. are you. what are your thoughts on Ms. Marvel? Oh, my goodness. Good, good episode. Good. Very good episode. Yeah. Very relatable as well yes. in terms of like being a teenager, having a crush on someone. Oh, yeah. And then all of a sudden just being like all lovey-dovey at home, excited because, oh, my gosh, he, he, he noticed me. <laughs> Nice, and that it? scene where when she gets home, she's so happy. She's dancing around the house. <laughs> oh, I love that sequence. That was so cute. It was so cute. <laughs> it was so cute. Was, I love that. Um, I feel bad for Bruno. I know, poor Bruno. Because Bruno's getting jealous, and you can really tell. And I here it's not half obvious. Here I'm, I'm just like screaming at the freaking TV. It's like Bruno, just tell her how you feel. Cringe. Yeah. The, they almost, they almost had that in the la- in the first episode. So, no. But then it didn't happen. No. And then Kamran comes along. Kamran, because he has a car. Because he has a car. That's super cool. Oh yeah, that was the thing I forgot to mention: the fact that his um, auntie is someone very well off and high tech. So mm. things are happening. He's a rich boy. He's a rich boy. Mm, driving around a Porsche and gives permission for Kamala to learn how to drive in it. That was great. Ah, uh, yeah. Did not relate in that respect because <laughs> there was no way that was ever going to happen to us. <laughs> uh, boy. Uh, but he seemed like a really nice guy. Yeah, super nice. And I don't know, like... The popular girls all of a sudden wanted him at the party, <laughs> at the house party. Uh, but then he would rather hang out with the nerd. Yeah. Which is cool. I like that. We like that. But then we find out at the end why. <laughs> yep. I was waiting for that worm to turn. Yeah. <laughs> this is way too convenient. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A little bit. Yeah. But overall, I really enjoyed this episode. Nice. Lots of fun. Um, and yeah, it just felt bad for Bruno. <laughs> Poor Bruno. He's, he's cute. He's cute. He's adorable. <laughs> Going to rate it? Four out of five. All right. Fantastic. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, Michael, what do you think of episode two of Ms. Marvel? Yeah, they definitely chucked the sort of teen drama right into third gear. Yep. <laughs> and, they real did. And I was there going, nah, don't. <laughs> I don't. I'm not going to say I can't relate because, yeah, I'm not, I wasn't in that predicament in in high school because I didn't really have much of crushes. I just, it was just a bad time <laughs> for me. But, but I've seen enough John Hughes movies to to understand the premise of of that. So yeah, and Bruno just like moping is like, oh god damn it, man, grow some balls. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, that so that's going to be an interesting thing. So I like the superhero aspect. I kind of like the sort of montage, like the sort of Shazam montage of yeah. uh, of a kid trying to learn like a new skill, and and uh, yeah, uh, we don't talk about Bruno. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Stop watching the chat. I mean, I haven't really got much to say. Um, 
Um, I remember you made me you made me remember another thing that happened mm. um, during the training montage. They made a reference to Black Widow's death. Yeah, uh, and I felt a little triggered. I was like, "Where? That's not cool." Then the part where like she's dangling off the side of the building and 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 she's like, "You have to let me go." Oh, the- <laughs> it was funny, but that yeah, but wow. hashtag too soon. Um, <laughs> What are you talking about? <laughs> I know it's been three years. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. So, and um, yeah, her her learning and then putting it into action, and uh, her past is catching up on her. Well, her descendants are catching up with her. So, mm-hmm. it's moving into a very interesting direction. I think we're probably going to. I I think with the um high school drama thing. I think they're going to put that aside now. I think they're going to go towards more of the um, yeah. tackling with uh, crowd control. with um, Damage control. Damage control and also what the bracelet is. And, yeah, for sure. And the little subtle hint of saying, well, the power was, it was within you all along. So I'm, oh, I'm thinking... You know, the bracelet is probably going to disappear or break or die or anything like that. It's like, no, the power is within you. And then she has a full power. Mm. As long as they do it better than they did in Doctor Strange with America Chavez, then I'll be happy. It's always been within you. And then she has the power that she has in her in the comics with she she has big hands and the big stretchy hands, big stretchy hands. And, and yeah. And and she'll get a good suit. And where's she going to get her suit? That's going to be interesting. Well, I reckon we'll probably get it either in the next episode, so episode three or maybe four. Mm. And it'll have something to do with Cameron. It will, definitely. Yeah. And the bombshell that we find out that they're related. They are related. <laughs> and Hang on, were they actually related or was because, that a joke? No. They because were... the, the lady that... Kamala was seeing, yeah. Obviously, ancestor, great grandmother, yeah. And so, and then he said that that's his his mum, his mum, his mum. So they're cousins, essentially. Wow. So basically, the entire joke when when Kamala was like lying about Cameron to the to to her brother, saying that they're cousins, was foreshadowing. Yeah. And then her brother saying, yeah, I think I do recognise you. Maybe it was true. Mm-hmm. This is Luke and Leia all over again. <laughs> I, the, the one thing, I don't no, know. This you, is Game you of Thrones. Guys, you, you guys probably wouldn't have got this reference, but the fact that Kamala's brother, after meeting Kamran, said, like, Mentions, oh yeah, I think I remember you. We and then says, oh, we used to call, we used to call you Haram Kamran. <laughs> it's an Islamic joke. Ah, uh. <laughs> well, please explain to us. <laughs> no, because Haram um, means that it's it's a sin. It's it's a Haram. Uh. It's a sin. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, so that, that's what it translates to. So bad, basically. Bad, yeah, yeah, essentially. But, like, Cut on. very bad. Very bad. Yeah. You are very bad. Mm. Haram Kamran. It, it, com- it comes up in the in the Quran and all that sort of oh, stuff. Oh, cool. So, yeah. Okay, nice. Uh, speak, speaking of 
um, the the religious stuff. I love the fact that they put in the aid festival into this. Yeah. Yeah, and the washing. Yeah, they show and they show like the mosque and what what how like I yeah, personally cool. I have never actually been in one before mm-hmm. like Me ever. No. Um, but seeing that. Um, it was really interesting to get that perspective as well. Yeah, it was um, very cool. I, I like that they decided to touch on the religious side of the of the show. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Of the family. And I really liked that they, you know, that Kamala made a joke about the fact that, you know, the segregation prevents, like, I can't hear you because we're over here in these very poor conditions. Yeah. Because we have to be respect respectful of the women, apparently. No, they have the women have to respect the men. Well, whatever you know what I mean. But then, then yeah, but then it goes the other way, but in a different protect context. the women's modesty. Essentially, is what I was getting at. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. So, it, like, it was interesting to sort of from an outsider's point of view, totally to see what what were what were your like thoughts on on that sort of stuff when you were I watching thought it was it. fucking amazing. Yeah, I thought I just just because like you know. We get so much fucking representation of Christianity and Catholicism and all its denominations. And and then we get, you know, a good amount of representation of Judaism as well. But, but um, you know, Islam and, and Muslim religions, they don't really ever get, uh, especially in something as popular as this. Mar- and with Marvel being the biggest franchise, mm-hmm. really, in the world at the moment. <laughs> yeah. Um, the fact that they've going let's do this and it's disney that's doing it yeah um you know it's just it's just fucking amazing and also in more of a positive light yes yeah because they've never because it's always it's always negative it's always negative in like news in movies and then we see it in in a superhero film or series and it's more positive it was just great yeah it was just really really great and it's the way that you know equality should be presented like you know you know everyone has different beliefs and different you know representations of said beliefs and practices and and you know they should be fairly represented you know in the media exactly and i and for a superhero show to do that is just amazing so yeah i I loved it and i'm i'm a you know i i want to learn more about like i studied religion at university so i including the Quran and all this stuff. And it's super fascinating. Mm. So I, I was like, oh, this is great. Yeah. More of this, please. <laughs> How about you, Michael? More of, sto- yeah. I, I really enjoy stories that I'm not a privy to. That's why that's why I enjoy, like, this story as well. Mm-hmm. And especially mm-hmm. when uh, her and her friend are, are in the bath stalls as well. And they mm. and they do the thing. It's like, and it's like that... Um, uh, when Kamala gets her her nose out of joint, yeah, glowy the nose, shiny nose, uh-huh. and she has to run to the toilet. And her friend friend says, "Do do you need do you need a tampon?" Yes, that's right. Yes, yes, mm. yeah, that was good. I think that oh, was also, cool. also her um, who's actually her cousin, the cousin, the, yeah, the her friend with the hijab, yeah. Um, yeah, it's actually her cousin, we found out. But um, I love that little monologue she gave about she was too white for the Muslim crowd and too Muslim for the white crowd. Yeah. It really fit in anywhere. White passing. That, and she, that sort of aspect. Yeah, white passing sort of stuff. And she took ownership of the hijab and 
made it a part of who she is. Yeah. And and has, you know, dressed... I love the way she carries herself and dresses herself and is so unique and individual. I love the fact that she's not, you know, she's she's not letting it define her, but she's letting it define her in, in her own way. Yeah. If that yeah. makes sense. And then the whole sort of political aspect with her running for the you know, the head of whatever the thing is at the mosque that she's running for. The imam. Yeah. Yes. Oh, wait, no, 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 the, not the imam. Um, I forgot the name, but okay. she was, like, she was, wanted, she wanted to be a represent, uh, representation of that community. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I, I, so I really like her and I, and that monologue she gave was really beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and touching. Like taking ownership of your, your own, your own journey. And yeah, yeah. hundred percent. And break that fucking glass ceiling. Yeah. Yeah, go girl. <laughs> and also, sorry. Hmm? No, go, go. Sorry. I was done. Uh, yeah, and also the other sort of religious thing that I sort of picked up was when they were at the party, and uh, and she was handed the um, the red solo cup. Uh, it, it's yeah, it's a it's a it's a juice, isn't it? A little bit. It's of orange juice. juice. It's yeah. orange juice and vodka. Oh yeah, and. That's a big no-no in Islamic culture. Yeah, no, no alcohol. Yeah. Yeah, they don't drink alcohol no. at all. Okay. I was thinking, mmm, that's a bit of a, it's a dick move, especially that's when, a bit, especially if real- you don't know. Yeah, yeah. well, because I didn't even realize. Like, I thought they were just playing a prank to play a prank on someone who who hasn't started drinking yet. But then I did because I didn't know that was a thing. So mm. now I'm like, oh, that's an even more supremely it's even, dick move. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Go fuck yourself, dude. Um, yeah, cool. Well, Any it's other just thoughts, a joke, Mike? bruh. <laughs> bruh. I could relate to him because he's white and a dick. <laughs> you may be white, but you're not a dick. Don't tempt him. <laughs> I'll flip this table, I bet you. <laughs> so yeah, I, overall, I, I really enjoyed this episode. Probably the first uh, first episode's more favorable because the uh, getting into it. So I'll probably give it like a three and a half out of five. Okay, yeah, that's good. Yeah, can get around that. Cool. All right. So that was our not so quick quickie review of episode two of yes. Ms. Marvel, of course. <laughs> Crushed. Um, hope you guys enjoyed that because now it's time What? For for the part. Oh. The the place. Cool. The segment. We are in it. The spot. To win it. The section. Loved it. The portion of Do the it. show we like to call. Do it. Popcorn culture. Woo-hoo. Yeah. <laughs> Popcorn culture time, guys. Yay. Which now means we get to talk about Star Wars. Obi-Wan Kenobi, part five, uh, dropped last week. And uh, and it is now time for us to, to dive in. The penultimate episode of Obi-Wan Kenobi. Um, and, yeah, my overall thoughts... Really, really like this one. Mm. Despite the predictability. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, there's a lot of that going on. Um, despite the predictability, uh, it was a very enjoyable episode. Um, some of... 
I mean, I can't wait to get into this with you guys because like, <laughs> I was losing my fucking mind. Some amazing visuals um, throughout this episode. Like a lot of the the fight scenes, whether it's, you know, using the force or not using the force, were, were, were done really, really well. Um, and yeah, things are definitely coming to a head in terms of our main conflict with this one. Um, but I, yeah, I'm so, I'm, yeah, I can't wait to see where it goes. Yeah. I just, it was just, it was such a fun episode. It was a great episode of Star Wars television as well. Um, and, and the way it added to the lore and I just love the fact that it's making the, it's, it's doing what it's doing. Well, actually I won't say that, make that reference or maybe I will, but it's, it's definitely not doing this, but it's attempting to do what Endgame attempted to do with Thor, the dark world, make people like it a little bit, or at least get extra appreciation for it. Whereas Obi-Wan is, is doing that, but times 10 with an appreciation for the prequels. Um, especially with the way this episode started, but we'll get into that in a second. Mm. Um, Fulia, your overall thoughts of part five? Uh, yeah. Uh, interesting revelations. Um, revelations, if you will. Re- oh, <laughs> I'll see myself out. Bye-bye. No, no, no. <laughs> well done. Yeah, thank you. Um, Damn right I deserve it. Yeah, no. Um, man, like... Little mind blown moments throughout this episode. Um, predictability, yes, I yep. saw this coming, but that's okay, that's fine. We don't care. Um, but it was also interesting the way that they did it. It was, yeah, yeah. Um, it was the journey, not the destination, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, it, uh, and then, yeah, and then to find out that, um, you know, Leia gets to help in her own way. Which was really cool. Yeah, give her something to do. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's um, cool. But because of that, we didn't get much of a speaking role from her. We didn't get much dialogue. No, from no, her she wasn't in this episode. No, she so, wasn't in the episode. Which was much, totally fine. That's okay. Flashbacks! Ah! <laughs> this is where we get Hayden Christensen, people. Oh, <laughs> my God. Yes. Yes. So good. Stuff that could have been in the movies, but it, I think it was better that they put it in here um, because it makes more sense. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. Overall, really, really enjoyed this episode. Yeah, yes. nice, nice. Yes. Hey, Michael, give us, uh, give us your overall thoughts of this one. What do you reckon? Yes, uh, very much like this episode, the best. Um, definitely... Uh, dare I say it, it? It's got me thinking of what the hell is going to happen in the next episode. Qui Gon Jin. Really? Is Qui-Gon that it? Qui Gon Jin. <laughs> and I don't know something with Vader. Um, <laughs> yes, the revelations of a particular character um, coming out. Uh, dare I say, called it. And also called their their um their uh their the motives as well because I said that this this series is about people pretending to be who they are and and stuff mm-hmm. mm. and I like it when I'm right but 
as I said, now that stuff has happened, so what's going to happen in the next one? Um, are we doing spoilers now? Yeah, spoilers. Let's do it. Let's go. So, uh, Anakin Skywalker is Vader. <laughs> wait, wait. Are you, are you fucking with me right now? Are you serious? What? Holy crap! I haven't seen actu- the prequels. Are you actually serious right now? Yeah. I'm serious. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Siri. Siri, serious. Bless your cotton socks. <laughs> um, <laughs> ruin my goddamn joke. Um, <laughs> nah, I think it was a hat on the hat. <laughs> Ruined Michael's joke. Anyway, go on. Did I have a joke? Wasn't really a joke. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, Last stakes are high. It was great. Um, specifics? Shall we get into specific stuff? Yeah. Yeah? All right, well, I'm done to talk about it. Let's talk about the flashbacks. Yeah. Because this is how we opened our episode. Mm. Um, so we're allowed to talk about it now. Um a yes. flashback that is story based. That is story based. Yes, it well, wasn't just a flashback for flashback's sake. We yeah. keep, keep on going back to it because it yes. means yes. something. Because it means something about two but, particular characters. Yes, two particular characters being uh, Anakin Skywalker and Obi Wan Kenobi. Um, we got a flashback uh, from Vader's perspective, and that was the cool thing. It was Vader. That was thinking about this. Mm. It was Anakin that was thinking about this. Yeah. Um, Finally, so Vader fla- is in the story. Vader is in the story. <laughs> we're flashing back to um, yeah, around the time of the events of Attack of the Clones, maybe just before, I would say, uh, on Coruscant, and um, and Obi Wan is training Anakin. They're having having a deal. Um, the mullet is back. The mullet's back. The the ponytail and the braid are back. Um, something that isn't back, de-aging technology, because Hayden Christensen looked interesting mm. in this, because they did something to his face. That <laughs> sounds bad. Makeup. Bank makeup. But they didn't really, they didn't de-age him like they could have, and oh, I'm very curious about Oh, it. no. <laughs> how, how dare they try and get a 40-year-old trying to look like 20 again? <laughs> I mean, it doesn't bother me. It didn't take. It did not. It did not ruin any of this because I was crying in the first five minutes. I literally just saw this flashback kicked off, and I was like, "Oh, oh, they're doing it! They're giving us prequel flashbacks!" <laughs> I'm just losing my mind. Um, so it didn't matter too much, and like just seeing seeing Anakin be Anakin and that cheeky grin of his mm. on display again was just a joy. Yeah. Um, Young Anakin. Yeah. How come he looks like a loaf of bread? <laughs> a loaf of bread? <laughs> Far out. Um, a loaf of bread. But yeah, it was, it was, these flashbacks are incredible. Like it was so, it was so clever the way that they connected them to the story that we'd been, we've been watching unfold mm. and to, the development of Vader as a character and his journey through the dark side. Yeah. Um, and how, you know, Anakin has obviously changed so much, but not at all at the same time. Um, I just, I just really love the way, like, this is how you use flashbacks. Like just, just amazing. Um, but so emotional, mm. like, 
Mm. Yeah, because he's remember. You can like it's it's like it's the power of Star Wars. Like they put these fucking masks on these actors, and they can emote through them mm. just because of how they're standing or you know or what they're doing really helps. Like you know, because when you come out of the flashbacks, you know you're watching uh, Vader just staring off into space. You know, sort of like like actual space, not not just. Oh, what's that over there? Um, actual space, <laughs> you know. Um, so it's just I'm just yeah. This it, this episode blew me away. Yeah, and that was the first first of first of many things in this episode. Um, fully, your thoughts on the flash uh, and the flashbacks and the flashbacks. 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 Please. Um, the moment the scene opened, I kind of held my breath. I was like, <gasps> I kind of gasped when they just held it there yeah. for a few seconds. Oh, so I was like, and I, I literally was just sitting there with my hands clasped up next to my, like, under my chin. And I was just, like, smiling. I was like, ah! Um, <laughs> and just seeing them uh, in the flashback was really cool. And it was, ah, uh, man, memories. Memories! Um, and then, you know, going back, and then once we come out of that flashback, we're going back to Darth Vader, and it was like, oh, he's thinking about it. Okay, that's interesting. I know, I didn't, none of, I don't think anyone expected that. No, I was thinking it was going to go back to Obi-Wan. Yeah. Um, but he went back to Darth Vader, and I'm just like, okay, okay. He's having some feels. He's having some thoughts. Having some thoughts. Yeah. There's still good in him. Uh. He is but the learner. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Very clever <laughs> to connect to connect that to yeah so good anyway. Yeah. Um, I I agreed. There were times where I saw Christian's face and I was like Hayden Christensen. Sorry, Hayden's face. Uh, and there was a little like something a little bit off. Um, uh, and then especially more so the close-ups. Yeah, that's when I noticed it more. Yeah, um, for sure. But when when the, when it when it wasn't close ups and it was more of a long shot type of thing, mm-hmm. and you see them dueling, um, it looked okay to me. Like it didn't bother me at all. Um, but it was more so just when they stopped and they had the close up sort of like mid close up type thing. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay, interesting. Um, but overall, it looked great, um, and the connection to the episode was really good. So yeah, it was yeah, amazing. yeah. Amazing, Mike. What were your thoughts on the flashbacks? Um, cool. <laughs> I didn't really have that much of a reaction. What you guys did, I was like, <laughs> "Oh, sweet!" So we're finally getting like some interaction between between Hayden Christensen and uh, and uh, Ewan McGregor uh, and their characters. Is like, sweet. Is that the only thing that we're going to do? Just that flashback, and then. Yeah, and it just continued on. It's like, oh, they're actually using this particular flashback to actually tell the story between these two people and and their fighting skills and where they are at that particular time. Mm-hmm. And um, and how, how Anakin has still got a lot to learn. You can't just get in there brute force. It's like you, you can't be showy. He still had a lot of aggression in him. Well, yeah, he, he always yeah. has. Yeah, and even in um, uh, the original trilogy, he still has a bit of bit of scary scare, mm. like going brute force, and and he still hasn't learned his lesson. I mean, even even when he says, 
uh, you are the learner, but now I am the master. Nah, he still hasn't learned shit. Because mm-hmm. he does strike him down and he becomes more powerful. Being Blue Man. Blue Man Group. <laughs> Blue Man Group. And that's going to be a thing in the next episode. That's if we're yeah. not getting a, a season two, which I hope not. I don't want a season two. I'm okay. I'm okay for this to be one. One story. One and one and done. Yeah. To be honest, like I don't want to. I don't. I feel like there's a risk of it overstaying its welcome if they did that. Yeah. Yeah. Cause especially because you have to stay very much within parameters of like these characters are safe because we know down the track that they're you know that they're alive. So yeah. So it's just yeah. It's tricky with these kind of weird prequel. Series, prequel, sequel, series. <laughs> and there's not much story with Obi Wan. I mean, not really. No. I mean, him like um, rescuing Leia uh, in general is is a good idea, but there's not really much else he can do, like off world of Tatooine. No. And 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 we see at the end of this episode, he, he needs to get back because shit's going down. Shit's going down. Yeah. yeah, and and so yeah, uh, this is how you do uh, a proper flashback. It actually contributes to the actual story, and not just mm. oh, we need uh, the audience needs to know backstory, so we need to get do a flashback, stay with that for a bit, and then go back to uh, present day. Yeah, Boba Fett. Uh... <laughs> yeah, we don't speak of it. It's fine. I mean, they could. Uh, I want someone to do a, a a fan cut of it being in a linear storytelling. Yeah. That would be interesting. I would like that more. Yeah. And then, you know, we get those Mando episodes in Mando season three. <laughs> it's kind of like it's kind of like that. Um. Uh, someone did a fan cut of Memento and actually putting everything in, yeah. in the proper order. Insane. <laughs> but then <laughs> when you watch it, uh, you sort of get to the middle and it's like, yeah, it's boring now. <laughs> yep. Um, yes, go on. No, I'm, I'm, I'm done with the Vader and, and the Obi-Wan. Yes, <laughs> yes. So basically the the main plot, I suppose, of this episode um, outside of the conflict between Obi-Wan and Vader is really, you know, simple and basic. You know, we're on Jabim and we're trying to get off Jabim um, uh, as fast as we can. Um, but, um, but yeah, unfortunately, um, the, the, the tracker that was put on Lola gets... Uh, gets it's you know put to use pretty quickly and uh, uh, the suddenly you know the empire has has caught up um, to our heroes uh, and they have to figure out a way to get out uh, to get everyone out safely yeah. bas- basically and, and hold sort of a, a last stand uh, against the forces of, uh, of, of Reva and the stormtroopers that Vader has sent um, so Reva gets made Grand Inquisitor as well, which mm. is also something maybe we were expecting, but I don't know. Um, so that was interesting. Um, and I don't know. If, should we talk about the whole Reva 
thing now, or do we want to talk? Do we want to talk about? I don't know. I was gonna maybe talk about um, uh, R.I.P. Tala and Ned um, first before we got into the Reaver stuff. But yeah. Um, yeah, we can do that and save Reaver for last. Yeah, Reaver. F- yeah, because Reaver's the big, big turning point of this episode, I suppose. Um, yeah, yeah. So you know, I kind of. I almost kind of feel like Tala died for no reason. Um, only because after that happened, Obi-Wan handed himself over anyway. Mm. So... Nah, yeah. he probably had something in his back pocket. He did, but... But I don't know. I had mixed feelings about that. Um, I, th- I mean, I th- it was power... Sorry, go on. No, with the Obi-Wan thing, uh, before we get into Tala, that... um. Obi-Wan, being a good leader, he knows when and when not to fight, but he knows how to manipulate. Yeah, yeah, no, I got that part of it. I just, I wish she didn't have to die for for it to work out the way it did. But I I understood that, like, he was being a very clever strategist and, Mm. you know, playing the the pieces as they were and uh, and, uh, taking advantage of that. I think he probably did that. To make no more death. Yeah, probably. It's like this shit is so. getting real. Yeah, people are dying now. Let's stop this. Yeah, no, no, that's no, fair. That's fair. I just she was just a really cool character, and you know, I yeah. really was hoping she was going to stick around. Um, called it too, huh? I called it too. She's not. Yeah, no. It. Yeah, no. Well, we we said it last week. Like you know, Tyler did not have plot armor, no. so. Um, and she she yeah. was too good. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Plus, I suppose there's probably not much more you could have done with her character arc other than, you know, because in this episode she gets, she has another conversation with Obi-Wan about, you know, her time spent working for the Empire and the lives that were lost as a result of that Mm. conflict. So similar kind of, you know, to, um, you know, what Finn goes through with the First Order in, you know, Force Awakens when he's like, you know... I'm supposed to be out here killing these innocent people, but I don't want to, and I'm going to do something about it. Um, so I kind of like that connection a little bit. Um, yeah, but it was, yeah, it was, it was, it was sad to see her, her go and poor Ned as well, sacrifice himself to, to protect her. Hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah. And then, you know, she's the therm- We, I don't know if we've ever seen a thermal detonator go off before. Probably not. But, um, but um, that was cool. That's how it works. That's how they work. Um, yeah, Fulia, what did, what did you think about um, yeah saying goodbye to Tyler and, and Ned in this episode? Uh, I was expecting it, um, especially the moment that she got shot. Um, I'm like, well, she's still alive, but I think something's gonna happen that's gonna make her die. Uh, yeah. So. <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, it was nice to have her when we, for the time that we had. Uh, but being that it's also coming to the end of the actual run of the story, it kind of made sense that she would sacrifice herself. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, it's not entirely surprising. For the good of the rebellion. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm kind of wondering um, when they call themselves the rebellion. Uh, I don't know whether it's going to be mentioned in this series or whether it's going to be just the offhand thing that we just know it's it's happened. No, nah, I think they uh, I think they do that in Rebels. 
Oh, really? Yeah, hence the name. It started okay. off like a just ragtag bunch just getting together. It's like, we need... And that's what the ending for the first season was. It was, uh, we're all together. We're, we're sort of all together now. Let's let's become a rebellion. And that's, mm. what are we, some sort of suicide squad? That it's that, It was that sort <laughs> of... Um, <laughs> okay. Coming together. Yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, look, I, like, I was sad to see her die, but it was expected, so didn't have too many emotions about it. I wasn't attached. Yeah. So, okay. yeah. That's fine. Mm. Mike, did you have any thoughts on, on, on Tala and Ned and their demise? Yeah, she was a good character. Ned. Poor Ned. Poor Ned. Mm. He, he was a good little robot. <laughs> he was a good yeah. boy. Yeah. Good doggo. He was the goodest boy. Mm. Yes. And yeah, it was uh, just a something for something for um, Obi Wan to go. You know what? <laughs> yeah, Gallifrey falls no more, and just goes into it. It's like I know, I know what Reaver knows and does, so I can I, I can use that to my advantage. Yes. So she was a good character, and it's a shame that she's not going to be used anymore. But who knows? Maybe they're setting that they have set this character up to what? What did she do before Obi Wan? Like that little yeah, maybe like meeting all the people. Maybe she mm-hmm. mm, no. <laughs> I'm thinking Bad Batch. Hmm. She could, maybe. Very possible. Hmm. Very, very possible. Um, cool. All right. Well, um, yeah. So I had a segue and it's gone because um, <laughs> it's getting late and I'm tired. Um, but I, I, I will say um, in, in another scene in this episode, I really enjoyed the uh, conversation between Obi-Wan and Reva through the blast door was cool yeah um not just because visually it was kind of it was kind of good how they were able to still communicate through there and, and whatnot um and the fact that obi-wan was trying to you know reach her um yeah we finally got our confirmation that that reva was one of the younglings that uh that uh anakin killed um during order 66 mm. um so i'm really glad we got that confirmed and um some more flashbacks We've got some more uh, Anakin, like Hayden Christensen, Anakin um, during Order sixty six, killing young younglings. We actually saw him doing it, so that was pretty intense. Um, and then you know Reva talking about how she had to play dead, essentially, to you know try and survive um, somehow. So that was that was really cool. But I love how um, Obi Wan kind of figured it out as she was sort of talking through it, like okay. Um, but you know what I, I will say I really enjoyed the fact that this wasn't a moment that made like that made it like, so Reva is immediately a good guy. No, Mm. she didn't come back to the light instantly just because like she, so she was never, so I really like the fact that she's a character that's in it for herself sort of thing. Like she has her own agenda going on. She's whatever side of the force she's kind of on, it's kind of her own side, I suppose. She's definitely a dark side user, obviously, but um, the way that they kind of played that 
in this episode was really, really good. Like, you know, she just, she wants, she wants to use Obi-Wan to get to Vader. And I just, I, I just thought that was, that was really, really good. That the, that the show just didn't, you know, not have balls and go, oh, okay, so I'm actually working undercover, blah, blah, blah. Mm. Uh, it's none, none of that stuff. So yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah fully. Do you have any thoughts on, on, on any of this and the, the revelation, the revelation, um, <laughs> Uh, that we were expecting. Um, I was expecting to find out that she was a youngling. Um, this little interaction between between them um, in this in the scene was actually really good, um, and I I like the fact that it was kind of like you, you when whenever we cut back to Reva, she still. She's like you can see that she's like still got a lot of anger within her, mm. um, and even though you can also hear the sadness coming out of her when she speaks yeah. to Obi Wan about what she went through, what she experienced, um, the fact that Obi Wan was still trying to get through to her, and she was refusing that, like her walls are still up. Yeah. Um, and so emotionally and mentally, she is just not. She she does not want to go back to that. No. She just wants to get her revenge, essentially. Yeah, yeah basically. Um, and so I, I I agree in the sense that it was it was good to see that she didn't like all of a sudden become one of the good people. Um, she was still she was still part of the empire. She still had that that anger within her. She's she still was. Um, a, a a bad a bad guy essentially. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. and but like you said, she has her own agenda. She's got her own plan as to what she's going to hopefully do. Yeah. Um, what she wants to achieve, and it was yeah, it was an interesting sort of overall um story, I suppose, for Reva. In terms of the way it turned out for her, unfortunately, mm-hmm. but yeah. <laughs> unfortunately, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mike, um, thoughts on the revelation? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it was harrowing, and I just shuddered when she said, I felt, I felt their body's cool. It's like, uh... Yeah, that's not good. So, as a as a kid, she went through some real dramatic crap, and yeah, sometimes you can't really blame her. Uh, she's had this vendetta all her life, and uh, and she failed. <laughs> so many times, and it sort of makes sense. Uh, if you think about what she was going through uh, with all the other um, episodes where she was um, doing so much horrific shit herself, like she's not a character that's going to be redeemed, like maybe at all. Like, um, yeah, I probably jump to the end where she... She'd been trying. She was adamant that she w- wanted to attack Vader, but he's way too powerful, and he knew all along. 
Yep. Yeah, there's not really much much else to say except. Um, well, we can just skip to that part. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we can just skip to that part. Because um, it's a fantastic part to talk about. Um, yeah, I just can't remember if it was um, before or after, um, like, everyone gets away. Uh, it, the the Vader and Reva yeah, was battle? That, was that, it was, that was after. That was, that was after, after the ship got it. Yeah. Okay. All right, cool. So basically, we'll just say that you know, after all the the fighting and stuff happened and and um, whatnot, uh, yeah. And, and before we get to that, I love with that where the ships were trying to get away. Vader comes in and holds it down. Yeah, well, with I was his force power. Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna say that. Sorry, I got a little excited. You did. <laughs> I was just trying to do the. I was just trying to build up to it. <laughs> Can we talk about how powerful fucking Vader is? Yes. And yeah. probably when Reva saw that, I said, I have no chance, but I'm going to go for it anyway. Yeah, well, that's what I want to... Yeah, that's what I want to get to. So, yeah, so the, the, so the good guys get away. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a really, yeah, impressive scene, the way it plays out, because, you know, we get to see Vader unleash the Force. Um, Shit. And, yeah, <laughs> you're welcome. Um, and, um, yeah... You know they do a because Obi Wan knows Anakin so well, so he's he he knew this was this fake out was gonna work, um, and I thought that I thought it was really great. Although I did see some people online talk about how how the fuck did Vader not notice or sense the other ship, and sense they were not on this ship. I'm like, his emotions are clouding his judgment. What do you mean? Yeah. Like, come I've, on, like he's. I thought you were supposed to be Star Wars nerds. Like, yeah, your eyes can deceive you. Don't trust them, and yeah. and fear and anger can cloud your judgment and all that. Exactly. Like, come on, guys, get with it. Come on, Star um, Wars, man. Star Wars, man. <laughs> Understand. Um. So that didn't that did not present any kind of issue for me. But it was just I was like, yeah, it was so insane just to watch Vader go off like this and the sh- and the way he like brings the ship down crushes it opens it up rips it in d- half rips it in half oh that was good shit wasn't it fully so yet? much power so much anger so much anger the the aggression that comes through with the power that he has mm-hmm. it was just it was intense it was very it was intense. so intense yeah. it was very very intense it's like obi-wan <laughs> owes him money or something <laughs> where's my yeah. fucking money Give me my bitch. Where's my money? Yeah. Where's my, I, where's my credits? You piece of shit. I was like, I honestly, I, I believed that the ship that Vader was hauling down. So did I. Yeah. That was that was the only one. Yeah. Um, but once like, and then just seeing how he just literally just stops this ship, and I'm like, holy crap, that's a lot of power. Yeah. Um, and I was like, oh, they were this close. They were so close. And then I find, and then we find out that, the, you know. The other ship. The, it was just a decoy. Takes off. And um, I was like, oh, smart. smart. Very smart. Can I, can I just make another reference to um, the sequel trilogy? Because it's it kind of made me think of um, in Rise of Skywalker when we think Chewie's dead for like five minutes. <laughs> and it's the same thing of like the transport's trying to take off and Ray's trying to stop it using the force so it's another ship being stopped by the force and then getting 
bloated the fuck up. But there was actually another ship, so it was okay. Mm. Parallels. Um, <laughs> Mike, what did you think about um, this this moment with with Vader unleashing? Fucking awesome. Um, yeah, it was great. It's uh, Vader becoming like the like the powerhouse that he is, and not to be reckoned with. Uh, up there with um, the uh, corridor scene in in uh, Rogue One. In Rogue One. Oh yeah. It's like this is the Vader that that people love to be afraid of. He he take. I mean, mind you, it's they they do escape like so many times. But what do you expect with the Star Wars? Yeah, story's got to keep going somehow. I yeah, suppose. that's right. That's right, Ash. There's always a decoy. There's always a decoy. Yes, there's always a bigger fish. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so that was pretty fucking amazing. Yeah. And then we come to, uh, after the flashbacks, my favourite part of the episode, the confrontation between Vader and Reva. Yeah. I adored this scene so much. And not for the obvious, like, cheesy reveal of the Grand Inquisitor actually being alive, because... We all knew that was coming. Yeah. Um, people have seen cause, Rebels. Because people have seen Rebels. Even though I haven't seen Rebels, but I'm a Star Wars fan, so I just know these things. Um, but yes, apart from that, which was cool, I was just very happy watching Vader just toy with her. Yeah, just playing. He's just playing the whole fucking time. But my favourite thing, she's coming at him with her saber... And he's he's just using the force. Yeah. He's just he's just one handed. One fuck again. One fucking handed. And he's just using the force to prevent her striking him. Um mwah. Jeff's kiss. Fucking amazing. I was floored. These visuals were stunning. The way the lightsaber was moving around him and he was what he was doing to her and with her and then like grabbing her saber and splitting it in two and then fucking going Ah oh. It was just shot after shot after shot of pure Ah. Oh. It was it was great. Like like you said, Mike, like just talking about it being like the corridor scene in Rogue One. Like this was this was that Vader. It's literally that Vader. It's just, just, yeah. uh, it was so fucking cool. I didn't expect him to split the thing in half and give her one of them yeah. for a fighting chance. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I was thinking Dooku. <laughs> yeah, I know. So was I. He's going to execute her Dooku style. Yeah. Didn't happen. Uh, but yeah, no, you're right. That was one hell of a, a fight scene. It was amazing. It was so cool. It was like, amazing. The fact that, Reva could not land a single blow on him. No. At all. Not at all. And the struggle that she was going through Mm -hmm. with that, especially because he was purely just using the force, essentially. Yeah. Um, But she was so adamant, so stubborn, she just kept going and going and going until until that moment where it's like, it's not going to happen. She knows. Yep. And it's done. <laughs> and he leaves her for dead. Michael, 
Mm. What, did you, what, did, what did you make of this this fight Again. sequence? Again, yeah. <laughs> Again, what did you make of this fight sequence between the two of them? Yeah, absolutely enjoyed it. I mean, a lot of people were ho- hoping for like, yeah, Obi Wan and and Vader fighting, but unfortunately, you know, quite, uh, Obi Wan's um, not up to not up to par because you know he's yeah he, ha- he hasn't been using the Force for over nine years. So this is the sort of um, battle uh, fight that people are really uh, should be enjoying, and and a good representation of what Vader will be and is, and um, the and the confirmation that he always knew about Reva's plans, which yeah, that was cool. Which would mean that uh, he was using her to get to Obi Wan. Totally, yeah, yeah, for sure, and yeah. and she was using Obi Wan to get to Vader, and Obi Wan was using Reva to get Vader to yeah. her. <laughs> it's like it's like poetry; it rhymes. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, Star Wars. <laughs> it's a Star, Star Wars. Wars. Yeah, and yeah, the the uh, the guy comes back, and as as we know now, if you get a lightsaber in the gut, then you survive. Qui Gon Jin, anyone? Who's that? <laughs> I forgot about him. Who's this? Wait, if that's the case, then Reva's gonna come back. I reckon in the next episode. Yeah, yeah, duh. Yeah, because yeah, ne- that's what that's. Pretty much what Mike just said. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's happening. She's gonna go after Luke. Mm. To, yeah. To get to Vader. Her her mission is still going. Yeah. So do you think in this last episode we're gonna see Anakin realize he has two children and that they survived and they're alive? No. Like do you, do we do you think we're gonna see see him finding that out? I really fucking hope not. <laughs> I hope not too, only just because of the fact that it does feel like a retcon. That's why I'm thinking that we'll probably not see Darth uh, Vader going after anything. I think I think he's done. Okay. I think the last thing is going to be uh, Obi-Wan and uh, trying to get to Tatooine before Reva because he senses it. So... It's whoever gets to um, thingy first. Yeah. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Yeah. 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 Like yeah, a, that was a hell, hell of a way to end the episode. Like I was hoping it will be, it will be the next confrontation between him, him and Vader, but I think they're setting up for a, a Reaver and Obi Wan battle. That's that's yeah. what I think. Yeah, you're probably right. I do hope we get another face-off of some kind. Like, it doesn't have to be a battle, but I just want... I want another scene with Obi-Wan and, and Vader in the same space. I think that would be more spiritual. Like, yeah, okay. at, like at the end of... Um, uh, Empire Strikes Back. Where, where now Luke knows Vader is his father... They they sort of have yeah. that connection. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like a mindful prob- connection. Yeah, it'll probably be something like that. But I, I just, I don't know. I just, I feel like we we need something else. 
But um, who knows? Mm. It'll be who all knows? in their head. Yeah. And then we get to see Liam Neeson come back and say, use, use the force, Obi-Wan. <laughs> like Alec Guinness talking to himself. Let go. Let go, Obi-Wan. <laughs> and, then, and then he closes his eyes just like Qui-Gon. And then he fight, fights Vader in the spiritual realm uh, with his eyes closed. As long as we get Qui look, literally my one, the one thing they have to do in this episode is give us Qui Gon Jinn, like actually physically Liam Neeson there. That's all they have to do. It's not a big ask. It's really not a big ask. They've been teasing it the whole time. Come on. <laughs> How much will you be diddly, diddly, biddly, <laughs> bitterly disappointed? Um, done diddly done. We're done, diddly, done for. Um, I mean, yeah, I'll, I will be disappointed. But as long as the rest of the episode is still good, then I can live with it. Yeah. Worst Same. Star Wars ever. As long as it, <laughs> yeah, as long as, it, as long as it sticks the landing and just in terms of the show, that's all I want it to do. Mm. I should really. But that's more the, the more important focus here is that we just want this show to end well. Yes, we do. And satisfyingly. Yeah. 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 So... Yeah. And with Obi Wan spying on a ten year old boy. Star Wars. Um Star Wars. Star Wars. <laughs> Star Wars. Uh I have no other notes or anything I, I wanna discuss. I'm mm. I'm good to wrap up if you guys are. Is there anything else you guys wanna touch on before we, we, we end the show? Oh good. No, I'm good. You good? Mm. You good? Alright, fantastic. All right, well, that'll do it then for Popcorn Culture. We've had a bit of a cliffhanger for Obi-Wan going into the finale, so uh, we'll stay tuned for that, see how that plays out. Very exciting stuff. Yeah. Um, hope you guys enjoyed yeah. our our discussion of Part 5 of Obi-Wan Kenobi. Um, had a lot of fun talking about it, as usual, so um, that was great. Um, as for the rest of the show, yeah, I mean, that's that's it. we got no more show no more show to show. Uh, we have shown our show, and we must go. And that, that was a podcast called Fred. Fred. Remember to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for the latest Fred content. If you'd like to listen to Fred the Alien, you can find us on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. If you'd like to watch Fred the Alien, you can head over to youtube.com forward slash Fred the Alien Productions. And if you're already watching, make sure to like the video, subscribe to the channel, and hit that bell icon to be notified of future posts. Yes. Please do. Thank you very much. Uh, I've been a Kendall Richardson. I've been a Fulgar Kantaramaja. And I've been an Ash Lanky. Enjoying the podcast and see you later. <laughs> and I'm also a Michael Lister. And, and you, you just, just experienced a podcast, a podcast called, called Fred. Fred. Woo. Fred. <laughs> Thanks for listening and watching. Remember to eat beef. Yes. Freddy lives. Lucky dies. The doctor is in and... Anakin, drop! 
That's the only quote that I can remember from Krogon. <laughs> Yeah, that's 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 a that's a quote. It works. Yeah. Remember to look after yourself and your mental health, everyone. Yes, that's please do. Right. <laughs> Most important. Yes. Yeah. All right. Thanks for watching. Bye bye. And, and see. see.